What's cracking? It's your homie, Lil Mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since AC Slater, homie. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at Magrito.net. Ladies and gentlemen and low lives, thank you for checking in to another episode of Emo Brown, the podcast Meticha Monday, brought to you by the wonderful people of Grasshopper. <laughs> All your medicinal, recreational cannabis needs. GHBuds.com. Make that card clack, get 15% back. Go on Tuesdays, get Toker Tuesdays, 30%, Jesus Christ, 30% off. Whoa. Get three Emo Brown pre-rolls for $12. Wow. That's $4 a clip. Boom. Wow. All right? I like it when you people, like... Send me all of your Emo Brown pre-rolls. It's awesome. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like I've accomplished something in my life. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Boom. Ande pues. Oh, I get all the fucking giggles out, all of that shit out. In addition, bro. In addition. You might be wondering, what the fuck is Steve wearing? OMG, el chant. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new sponsor. Oh. House of Chingazos. House of Chingazos. The white girl himself has emerged. <laughs> House of Chingazos has uh, graciously stepped up to the plate and said, you know what, dude? Have some shirts. Yeah, have some shirts, bro. You know what? Have this American flag set up a print. I said, sir, yes, I will. <laughs> I will. And I will say, drop the emo brown as your password. Code? What is it? Code. Code. And get some percentages points off. Need to confirm how much it is. I think it's 15, but it might be 20. Ooh. Oh. Fuck around and find Fuck out. Fuck around and find out. Former sponsors, uh, Manscaped. Thank you for coming in clutch today. I used it. No what? nicks, no scratches, no bleeding. Very against well, I'll the grain. Call him back and we can get him. Uh... Nah, we good, bro. We Why good. do we need like an update on your balls? Uh, a manscape. Oh, it was you. You are the one who focused on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I said manscape, 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 manscape. Let's see what happens. Aside from that, we have a special guest today who's going to get a little bit of a oh of camera God. time. Goodness. She's so shy, hey. so shy. Ladies and gentlemen, my partner at the Elwood, Cece. What's going on, Miss Cece? What is it that we got going on in the near future here at the Elwood? I'm just happy I have the power, finally, to take over this. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, no, <laughs> All right, so this week at the Elwood, Mondays and Wednesdays, we have Callie's Hibachi. It's teppanyaki, and it's amazing. And then I'm really excited for our new permanent vendor. Every Friday will be Jay Flames, and he's very sustainable. He does mole. He does... Um, Peruvian beans, and he's amazing, and he's good energy, and I'm super excited to see what he's going to New food vendor. Look at us. Dude. All growns up at the Alwood. Me and my mom drove by, and I was like, what? Look at that huge setup. And there was this teppanyaki person. Bless so you. Good. We have to um, We have to head out. I, I like love that you guys have that now, and that's it's so dope, man. When you guys have it set up, did Costco Louis eat? Did we still, are we still doing Are we good that? on the Costco Louis thing? <laughs> Costco Louie, Costco Louie, Costco Louie. I actually have never seen Costco Louie eat ever. He drinks. What? He drinks what no. he eats. What is he? What is he like? What's his favorite drink? <laughs> Everything. <Caps. laughs> There's a lot Alcohol. of caps. All of the drinks. <laughs> uh, good old PBR. Oh, man. Get my side. What else do we have to look forward to? I was recently told that our pricing has changed. Yeah, the pricing raised a dollar. Mm. This inflation has been pretty gnarly. And it, yeah. it really isn't just, it's not any, it's just not our bar. It's. All bars, liquor costs have gone up incredibly. I think it's about 10 to 20% 
And so we're only doing it a, a dollar more at night for our, low, our uh, late night happy hour. And today we are drinking our hot toddy. Mm, yes, we really Made with love. Our, our, our bartender, Ari. Salucinta la gente de Valleraguato, Sinaloa, viejo. Awesome. And what does it include? Shout out to Ari. It has a high west bourbon, lemon, ginger syrup that he made. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. We have somebody who made syrup? Yeah, Ari. Ari's incredible. Ari makes everything. Ginger syrup is the best. Like, put it in everything. Because usually gingers are the worst, so that's good that they do something well. Canelo rubs me wrong every now and then. He's your neighbor, Gingers are good for your immune system. I will give you $10. I will give you $10 if you know how to say ginger in Spanish. No. no? You don't know? Oh, fuck. Cece's ginger in Spanish? Ginger. Ginger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Let me just replace it with a J. Ginger. <laughs> she was like oh, a ginger ale, but no. Uh, you don't know? No. Let this motherfucker know. Jengibre. Boom, macho. <laughs> That's one of those tricky words that you can catch fools slipping like, oh, yeah, what's up, ginger? What do you mean? Say it in Spanish. Jengibre. Jengibre. No. It is what it is. Ginger it is. <laughs> What else do we have at the Elwood? Great service. Oof. That's right. Yeah, oh, man. man. That's right. The sound you just heard was Cece's dick dropping. Check <laughs> this out. Check this out. So right now I'm working ridiculous hours at UPS, which allow me to go to Elwood before I go to my shift. So tomorrow, this morning, I'm going to enter at 1230 in the morning. So I'm going to go to the Elwood probably like at 1130 when I wake up, get dressed, do my things, cruise over, have a morning little cocktail, something to take the edge off and be ready to work at UPS for 10 hours. If somebody meets me there. And has a drink with me. I got a pair of fucking glasses from 9.5 and three punk ales of collab. Oh. So you got to hear this. You're, people are going to go or probably listening to this right now. Okay. Because Casas likes to upload this shit like on a Thursday, bro. <laughs> we're, we're over here fucking waiting for Metiche Monday to drop. And then it's like, oh shit. Well, maybe Metiche Martes. Nail. Well, no. oh, maybe Metiche Miércoles. Metiche Mersday is usually Mersday. the way. <laughs> Respectfully, respectfully, uh, Casas I God. I will not have any Casas of God slander on <laughs> the show, sir. Because I realize Casas gets away with everything. Fool. He comes out of every episode unscathed. Everyone gets shit on except we for Casas. Look episode. at that little grin, that little fucking grin. So he had to get a cup. Hey, un sopapo, más así. So yeah, if you're listening to the live right now, and if you go to uh, Elwood in the morning before I go to work, and you catch me there. In the morning. Yeah. The morning is. for you. It's the morning for me. Wait, my lunch is at 2.30, 3 in the morning. No, mames. Sí, so yeah, cruise out. I might have a pair of glasses on me, at the very least. I'm all, I'll buy you a drink. You know, last fan. Boom. There. You're not allowed. Do you have a pair of these glasses? No. I have like ten shades left, and we uh, talked it over with El Metcalf. Es el dueño de Nine Five and Arts and Rec, yeah. and he has Resol as another. Uh, we might have visited this weekend. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, me, J Clip, and uh, Chef Lepi. Killer dude. Yeah. Killer dude. Everything he touches is 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 magic. So uh, we're talking. Hey man, keep these glasses for promo. Give them out. So yeah, I want to yeah. do more giveaways here uh, on the podcast. I think it, it would serve more. The reach is bigger. Like yeah. I could put it on on three punk ales, but I feel everybody who who already saw that probably purchased it. So mm-hmm. these are just additional ones that we're just gonna do random as giveaways, bro. bro. And it don't get more random than eleven forty five at the Alwood with George <laughs> Truly, baby. All right, if you see me all layered up with like a fucking turtleneck and a beanie, it's because it's cold outside right now. <laughs> bro, la- the last picture you posted from work, you look like the kid from the Christmas Story. See you. <laughs> <laughs> the, wait, wait, which one, motherfucker? When he was all bundled up, can you play? Oh, oh they push him down at Hermanito, Ralphie's little brother. Right, Ralphie's little That's brother, a great bro. movie. That's a great movie. Was That's that all her? I've been watching lately. Okay. Nice Christmas movies. Lady. 
If you get an opportunity, don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on Spotify, our personal preference. Spotify, you can watch every episode mm-hmm. there. Or you can go on, you know, yeah, Apple. Yeah, we have nothing against Montana's. Nothing. I had one this morning. Montana. Legit. Every morning now since I which, started which, doing it. What style Apple? Uh, I believe it's a Washington Red Delicious. Ooh, I'm all about oh, the honey look crisp. at you. Yeah, what's up, man? I'm about the honey crisp. Honey crisp. Oh. Which one is that one? The orange yellow ones? Or like oh, the green, which one? Which one? Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. she has a mic. Get it, girl. <laughs> get, get, the, get the camera on Cece. Let me tell you about Apple. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? While everyone's in a happy mood, let's do the first page. Yes. Just the first page. Because there's some winners here on there now. There's been oh. a lot of movement, a lot of people jumping on. From the top to the bottom, newest, El Compa Riev, a.k.a. McManny, works at UPS. Thank you for signing up. Daniel Condliff. My guy, about fucking time. Go visit Shakespeare's Pub. That's his family's. Oh, oh we're well always done. there for the F1 yeah, races. Yeah, F1? Is there, is there uh, any drama? F1? There's so much drama. Is there? Oh, my gosh. He's buying, I look, you want to know about it. He's buying me an all-day breakfast, so go England. Wait, what? What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. When is that? When's that game? Oh, nice try, guys. No, <laughs> it's too late to get on all day practice. That's mine. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> You're unbelievable. We bro. don't like you here. You are unbelievable. I don't like myself. <laughs> Christopher Del Rosario, Barber Chris, El Cuñado, El Primo Del Reggie, and good friends of our homie uh, Justin J. Clip. That's his personal barber. Mine is Ollie. His is that. Gus's is El Compa, El, el Los, Los, bro. So we all oh, have Hey, Los, I hope you're feeling better, dog. What happened? Uh, the Chargers was, lost. No, no. Oh. Se la <laughs> oh. Working and I couldn't get my cut on Saturday. And then I look like Team Wolf. I'm going to give you Perf. some more more UPS drama in a little bit. Not oh, drama, but it's, it's no. bad. What'd you do, Cacahuates? Yendi Excel Lopez. I hope I said it right. Yendi X-C-H-E-L. Excel. Chela. Mexican cousin. Chelitz. All right. Yeah. Sichel <laughs> Lopez. Bienvenida. Manuel de Casas. Also welcome. Art Pacheco. Dallas Fialkowski. Bless you. I said that wrong, probably. <laughs> Let's try this again. Dallas Fialkowski. Yeah. Ramon Nunez. Eric. I fuck up every now and then, Casas, but I do more good <laughs> than not. Welcome. Hortensia Yescas. Serge One. Andreas Magia. Chris M, el compa Mike, Ramon Saldivar, Ruben Quinones, Maddie Diesel was cracking. Eddie Zuko, felicidades on your last show, bro. I heard you fucking murked it. Brenda Aguirre, Bobby Guardiola, Carlos Jimenez, David Lara, our favorite beer salesman. Cece, does David Lara still show up and slang beers at the Yellowwood? Yes. What's he slang in these days? He breaks for classic. So what does that mean? No. No, he does the, the, he does Mexi- the, the yeah. Mexican, but that's still a subsidiary of classic. Temporary. Don't be afraid to use the mic. Conspiracy. You're good. Conspiracy. There you go. Alina for the people. Where are you at? She's like, hey, whenever chef's not available, let me know. I'll fucking show up. She oh, wants, yeah. I love that. Oh, she wants great. to come on here. Shit. She wants to come on here. Oh, my Greg God. Raymond, Kenya Nieves, Antonio Sanchez, Wurt Wrangler himself, La Jess, Carlos Solorio, Jared Goldman, Gabriela What's Ledesma, El Compa Flaco, La Compa Clark. What? Claudia Wucher, Carly, West Said, David Shapiro, not the lawyer, Victor Almazan, Jorge Gonzalez, Edna Alvarez. I feel like Shapiro's are just like, they're all you, you're born into the Shapiro name, bro. It's like, fuck. That's, That's a big name. Tra- yeah, it's tra- like, you're going to be a lawyer. Name. You have to be a lawyer at that point. Reggie Garcia, El Compita Chido, Ivan Espinosa, Jaime What's Jorge up, Cepeda, Ivan? Jason McClurg, short with red hair, drinking a lot. Camille Arrington, Ooh. Robert Gomez, Alexandra Camacho, El DB Styles. Clinton Jones, you'll be setting up a uh, nice little toy drive. Let's get it, Clinton Jones. Clinton Jones, Clinton Jones, Brian Casey, Marisol Yescas, Ryan Starwash, and his other brother, Starwash. Yeah, Star in, in, Star in honor of BJ not BJ. being here, hit him with a Starwash. <laughs> Starwash! That's yeah, all I got damn, on here. That was we're a good only, BJ right there. <laughs> <laughs> Never utter those words to me, my friend. <laughs> not with eye contact. Before we get to uh, non-serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've lost some heavy hitters. 
What do you in, mean? In, yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. In our life. Mm-hmm. But this one is more in my life. And it's weird because, you know, in life, there are the people. And it's like, a, it's like a movie. It's like a film. You have people who are there. Starting their their cast, they're they're part of it. They're every day you see them, and then you got the supporting cast, people that are in the background. You see them. They're not necessarily fools that you call your friends. They're acquaintances, but you've grown to respect them. Ruben, we lost him yeah. a couple of weeks ago. We went to we his uh, his mass on on Saturday. It was a beautiful thing. It, it, it's a testament to how good of a dude he was. Everybody came out. Cece, I know you were there. I rushed right over right after work, all like nasty and shit, bro. And uh, it was just a testament of how good of a dude he is, and, and everybody went out to pay their final respects. In addition to that, that same day, I found out that one of the dudes at a UPS passed away. Damn. And and this happens, you know, usually this kind of thing happens at UPS after, after you retire. Mm. Like, you know, people get sick, and it, you're used to that grind. Every yeah. day you're working at UPS, you get up early, you're working hard, you get home late, you're grinding, boom, 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 and then you retire. Yeah, you And down. then your body doesn't know how to adapt. Yeah. Um, my dude has been working there, I believe, over 30 years. Wow. And, and, and I don't want to really say his name. It's not my place. Like I said, he, sure. he's not a friend. He's not family. He's an acquaintance that I've grown to love over fucking 30 years. So trip oh, out on this. Man. When I was little and we lived in Bonita, he would be our delivery guy in Bonita. Oh. Yeah. Then I got older and I got a job at Bank of America. Oh, and I was, old, yeah. Man. Well, not that much older. Now, now, yes. But when I worked at Bank of America, I was like in my early 20s, you know, whatever. And he was our delivery guy there. Yeah, and then, man. So yeah. You've been seeing yeah. Him yeah. Yes, what I'm saying. And then I started working at UPS. And then he saw me. He's like, Mijo. I, and I was like, hey, what's up? And we just started seeing each other every day. So for the last, how long have I been there? Like eight, eight years I've been there at UPS now. See him every day, going in, going out. Hey, what's up? And Nico, I'm proud of everything you've done. Felicidades. And then it, they hit us with that. Oh, yeah, he passed away on Saturday. So big up to that dude, my guy. Um, left the, left behind family, you know, left behind a lot of a lot of coworkers who, who really cared and, and did a lot for him. So, I mean, fuck it. Waldo Chavez, may you rest in peace, compa. I hope you... Uh, you are in a better place. Yes. That's all I got. Every now and then I feel like I have to say some sensitive shit because everyone everyone feels like I'm an asshole. Good. Never doubt that. <laughs> never ne- never doubt that. Never never doubt that. Look at boom. Well, all right. Yeah, what else do we got? You know what? Tell me something beautiful. Not uh, something good. Just some random thoughts. What do you got today? Just some random thoughts. I mean, I spent this weekend with uh, some of my best friends and I, I weird. Think, we weren't there. Fuck. <laughs> That's strange. Um, but I think like to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, like it was like our little Friendsgiving and we were celebrating uh, Chris from Lechuza's birthday. And Damn, Lechuza's dude. on all cylinders right now, right? Yeah. That's the one? She's crushing it. If you were going to buy it and rec- uh, like recommend it. Yeah. Lechuza the one, hands down? If I had to choose one. One. I would say, yeah, Lechusa would be, pro- yeah, no, it would 100% be the first one. And the next Because one? I don't think that there's like a wine that I don't like. And I told her that this week and I was like, you know, sometimes you go to a restaurant and you can only order like your favorite things. You can't like not everything on the menu is good. Okay. No, I've never done that. No, <laughs> cierto. Um, Lechusa's not like that. Like everything you drink is so delicious and so incredible and, and so complex. And so, and she's doing really incredible Qué things. Bueno. So she's breaking the mold in, in Valle de Guadalupe. A lot of people, a lot of the kind of. Uh, elders are like, what are you doing? You know, I like, like when our people are killing it and yeah. going against the grain and yeah. doing things that are normally not a, a, in the traditional sense. You yeah. know, that's awesome. Yeah, she's doing like this unfiltered Sauvignon Blanc that's like fizzy, Ooh. a hazy wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Effervescent, and maybe. It's fucking delicious. Mm. So yeah. Mm. Anyway, just hanging out with them was really nice because, to your point, I think we all kind of took a moment to be like, "Holy shit, this year has sucked." Uh, but it's thanks to the people that are around us that lift us up, that inspire us, that um, bring us fucking joy, that, um, you know, lift us up whenever. Because I think, like, whenever things are great, you know, everybody's fucking around, right? right. Mm. Uh, but it's when things get rough and, and it all gets tight that we all just 
you know, find out I who our that. real people yeah, are. That's... And it was it was wonderful. I love that. Do you have a nice like tight like inner circle people you fuck with and that's oh, it? Yeah. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I think we all do. I think that's the the healthy approach to relationships like when you're older like us, you know? Like I feel like when we're young, everyone's our acquaintance, everyone and each sure. and every one of us in this room has a CC specifically, I think of the most when this happened, a lot of people are around us. Like, we meet a lot of people in passing, like, oh, yeah, what's up? Hey, how you doing? But then I feel like it takes that extra special person to legitimately break into that inner yeah. circle. And we just have to be more selective with our time. Cuando dijo el pinche, el profesor Elias, like, one of the crazy things he said, but one of them that made the most sense was that you have to fucking really choose your time wisely. Yep. Who you want to choose and spend your energy yep, with, yep. man. Oh, yeah. It's easy to give it to everybody and feel like you have to be a people pleaser. Calma, give you giving it to everybody? Ay, calma. Um, what else do you have? What do you have on something nice, bro? Yo, um, it was dope to hang out here on Saturday morning early with the Vision Culture folks. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff coming down the pipeline as far as us getting together. It doesn't make sense for us to have friends that are doing dope shit the way we are. And not work together. Are we lucky that we are just surrounded by people doing killer Absolutely, shit? Or does, is that just everybody? You know, I mean, it's it's one thing to be surrounded by them. It's another thing to be smart enough to link up with them and make something bigger happen. So we're working on an event here for mental health and suicide prevention. Uh, we're, we're, we're working on different ways that we can impact the community way that we've done it, but on a bigger note. So it's cool to know those guys, man. And, uh, you know, thanks to the homie RJ for coming through. And I finally got to meet Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Bree. So she was she was rad to kind of pick her brain and see, you know, everybody's got a different outlet as far as how they're approaching their nonprofit. And, and it was good to get their vision and kind of intertwine it with ours and know that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot more impact that we could be making. And we're going to do that shit. Heavy hitters, yeah. heavy yeah. hitters over there. Uh, I'm vision culture and, and us. I feel like, boom. And doing she, the she's, thing. she's the one that brought in Bunny Look, and yeah. Aida because she yeah. works, or she sits on the board for the. Oh, did, you, did you call him Bunny? Yeah. Because I made her mad the other day, so I wanted to say <laughs> <All right>. that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, don't worry about making her mad. Don't fuck around and oh, make man. Rabbit the mad. Homie, the homie Rabbit's good people, man. Rabbit's a good dude. Yeah, he Rabbit's was a good me shit dude. That day, so I was giving him Vision shit. Culture's a good dude. I'm a bummed that I wasn't people, able man. to make it, but those, those guys are all heavy hitters. Aya Foundation. Love, Aya, yeah, do love thy neighbor. I feel like we're we're blessed and surrounded by people who are all wanting to do good. So good on us, good on yeah, you, I mean, man. And the new opportunities coming our way, you know, Snapdragon, uh, the homegirl Lydia hit us up. So we've got a litany of projects. That was fun, though. Yeah. It was fun just to have <laughs> us out there. It really was, Because we talk man. a lot of shit, Chef. I don't know what? if you've realized it. Mm, and we always try no. to get people to do stuff. But I feel like, hey, man, well, no one's going to do shit if we're not the ones out there doing shit first. Right. So I'm glad we all got out there. And we've got a, a slew of new dates. Yeah. Uh, Monster Jams. Supercross. Supercross. Um, concerts. Yeah. I mean, they just know? announced that Red Hot Chili Peppers are playing in May. So mm. we're going to be a part of that as well. I'm going to go and act like I'm going to help you. And I'm going to just fucking jump over that. <laughs> so, <laughs> business, business as usual. The, I, I, was, I have pictures saying showing that I was working that day, fool. I was yeah, there. Well, you staged them. The, yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah, so, work uh, smart. Not, wait. January yeah. 7th and 8th for Monster Jam. Jan, uh January 14th and 15th for Monster Jam, Supercross on January 21st, and then, yeah, we'll get more dates, but... What's a valid awesome. email people can reach out to us? Like, is it, it? it's not just exclusive to the social club. No, no. Like, if somebody's listening out there and they want to just help out and lend a helping hand, Info. I don't know how to help, I don't want, I don't want to give money, a little, cool, bit, of time. little bit of time. Info at emobrownfoundation.org. That's the best avenue to reach us. And uh, now that Casas has got that up and running again. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. Damn, Casas getting hit What's today up, for no dog? reason. What? Peppering, dog. <laughs> Fuck, you look good, dog. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's totally. Yeah, it's not even Um, My kids speak a weird language now. What? Yeah. So I'm old. 
I'm an old dad. My first kid popped out 33. I think I was 33. Um, popped out, huh? Yeah, not, not out of me. Hey, Crystal, uh, congratulations. Not, not out of me. But my, my, my youngest is five. My oldest is 10. And I caught them communicating via fucking PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 headsets, like fucking Fortnite or whatever games they're playing. And they were just talking. And I just like going back and forth. Like we're not in the room because they when they're playing, they're in the fucking zone. Yeah, we got a gaming and, chair and everything. Bro, yeah. They're, no, no, no. They stand. Oh, we make okay. them stand. You know, do fucking burpees every five minutes. <laughs> hey, they got a, what's up? Uh, <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm just kind of in the background just watching. I don't know what I was doing and um, just looking at them. And then my oldest is like, no, no cap, dog. I was like, is it wicked equal? No cap, no cap. I was like, what? It's like, and then the middle one, yeah, my G, that's a good cut, G. I was like, I say, no, bro. What's up with Sonny and Jackson? It fucking freaked me out, is what happened. I was like, this is how they communicate in the real world. You know, it's like, yeah, this is how they communicate in the real world. This is how they communicate when mom and dad aren't around. You know, this is how they communicate amongst themselves. So I'm like, oh, man. It's only the beginning, fool. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, really I'm happy I've been a part of their life for the first 10 years, eight years and five years. I look forward to being a sure. part of like a, many more decades. But right now, at this moment, when I saw that happen, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. They're developing themselves. Like they're, they're creating their yeah. own little personalities. Yeah. They're creating their own. And that's a trip to watch, bro. Because I remember being their age and being a douchebag, you know? And now it's like, now they're little douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the apple the does not fall far from the tree. Red delicious. <laughs> Back to apples. <laughs> Cece, what do you got? Something good. You know, Share just something tasty. About Go that. Ahead. At least your kids are comfortable hmm? about like doing this around you. Yeah. I remember being a kid. And Jerry Springer would be on. And as soon as I heard the garage door open, I'm flipping the channels. I'm running to the couch, acting like everything's normal because my parents would murder How me. How old were you? Oh, I don't know. She's probably like, like eight or nine. But that, that's horrible. You shouldn't be watching Jerry Springer. At Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. That, that show uh -huh. is probably one of the catalysts of why being a chismoso and like all these, these shows pop up is because of all the fighting. Hey, that was yeah. that was good the lingo drama. right there. Chismoso. You said it fucking flawless. Yeah, what's no up, dog? Way. Go ahead. Good job, Luis. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Chef, <laughs> tell me everything. Algo bueno for the week. Algo bueno. Um, I'm really excited for the winter formal, which is Oof. coming up. Overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, there's a lot going on. Me and uh, Cece were just uh, planning uh, the drink menu, which is really exciting. Uh, you've got a DJ, I think. Yes. <laughs> DJ Reg One. Yes. What's up, Reg? What's uh, up? So I give myself one task and I kill it. Props to Erica, Me? Sarah, oh. <laughs> and everyone that showed up um, on Sunday. How many and people helped. were here cleaning? Yeah, there was several people out here cleaning. So thank you guys all for coming wow. out to to kind of set up the space. Agreed. Um, we've settled on a person who's going to be doing decoration. Um, I am going to be shopping for ingredients here in the next couple of days so that I can get some of the dishes started for this weekend. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited. Um, one of the things that I did want to mention is that Justin um, has set up uh, the what seems like it's the second annual blanket drive. Mm -hmm. Yes, I guess we yeah. did that last year, right? Where everybody brought in blankets. Yeah, yep. mm. so we're encouraging anyone. <laughs> what a weenie. He wasn't even at the fucking first one, bro. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Look at this. He's like, maybe if I set up a towel drive or a little blanket <laughs> drive, I don't have to go. I just show up. I say, oh, look at all the, all the blankets that I've accumulated. <laughs> He's coming this year, though. I'm excited. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, when you're coming to the Emo Brown uh, uh, formal or if you want to donate a blanket just come on that Saturday early before five o'clock um, for those of you who have been asking uh, tickets are still on sale for a hundred dollars however they will only be available 
at the door. Ooh. So you cannot pre pre-purchase. You must show up. Um, a friendly reminder for everybody: uh, you have to tip your bartenders. That's right, not, that, oh my right, God. CC? Yes, please. And People thank don't do you. that. People need to understand that. Like, sometimes dog. it just kind of gets muddled, and I'm not saying that you know. I obviously it wasn't me, but. It is nice to like show some gratitude. These people are taking their time off for this event that's charity and like for the foundation and they're here to like help out and I'm just really happy. And especially with my crew. I love my crew. They're super excited. Got a dope We're ass have, crew. I know. I know. I'm so lucky. Big ups, Matt, for putting that crew together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go ahead and see myself <laughs> Nah, you know what, dude? I, it, we're looking for bartenders for this. Elwood is looking for a new owner. Anybody in any business that I'm a part of, it's imperative to have somebody who's the fucking boss and running it. Cece handles it at the Elwood. Second Love to none. When people ask who owns the Elwood, everybody says, oh, Cece. And now nah, I'm fucking, let's go. You know, yeah. I'll just be a silent partner, especially in the months of November, December, and January. You know, but but for real, man, CC holds it down at the brewery. It's a collective effort. Everybody I have over there, you ain't shit unless you have a team who fucking follows you, bro. And at, the, at three punk, I have a solid fucking squad, a couple of loose ends, and then here at fucking the Alwood, we have a, a, a killer squad. Any loose ends there? No, but I do want to give a shout out to Cassie because it's her birthday today. Oh. Oh. Love her so much. Well, it's a shame Such BJ's a, not here to sing. Yeah, Louise, play the guitar for. BJ and we'll sing happy birthday. Thank you. Louise, play the guitar for BJ's. Yeah. That's what he said? That's a thing? Fuck, her. okay. Wow, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. If that's an option. Just heard that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, Cassie. Felicidades. Uh, fuck the Dodgers. Okay. Oh, I was going to be like, happy birthday to you. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, what's, up? what's up, dog? Tell me a little you're, something. You're lucky that you're nine feet away from me. <laughs> Tell me. Oh! This is nine feet? Damn, I'm fucked on math. <laughs> Trey Turner. Yes. Potentially signing with the Padres. That's, no, after he, I potentially, mean, meeting, that's what happens when you have an open yeah. contract. Ahead. You meet with people. Go ahead. And then so what happens when you meet with one cool. more than two times? Ooh. You know what? We'll see. All right. What that's happens. what I thought. Boom. This is a checkmate with an <laughs> S. All right. <laughs> Padres won't get him, but I'm just happy they're fucking I with mean, the Dodgers. They had player. him already. <laughs> they had him already. Yeah. Hey, if it's if it's true love, it'll come back to you. Oh, <laughs> I hope it never comes back then. Bellinger's contract. He won't sign with anybody over a year. Clevenger. Yeah. Bellinger. Oh, Bellinger. Uh, who did he go with? Anyone yet? Not yet. No. Oof. But he's meeting with a lot of people. And then what I'm thinking, my Dodger prediction, is that Ooh. Belly actually isn't going to go to the Dodgers this year. But he's going to come back in two. And I think that he's planning on doing that. Yeah? Mm. What about sure, why not? What about Rocky Dennis, the lead actor in the movie The Mask, uh, Justin Turner? Where's where he going? <laughs> <laughs> These are deep cuts, fool. These are deep hater cuts. Go ahead. No, I'm excited. The Padres are doing our thing. I'm more interested what? about Trevor Bauer. What's he oh, doing? Oh, man. The, the Vindicated? Oof. No, not no? yet, uh, but close. Yeah? It's yeah. getting there. Yeah, so that's it's what happened. You see what happened there? So, okay, just a quick quick synopsis. Trevor Sports. Bauer was accused of doing ungodly things to women, one in specific. And it came out and obviously got canceled. And he there was lawsuits and, and MLB reneged his contract. For two years. Yeah, they canceled them completely, bro. Like, you hear of canceling. Trevor Bauer got canceled. Yeah. Like he lost contract. Oh no, not, actually no, he got paid. He still gets mm -hmm. paid, but all the endorsement he got shit. Paid because he's getting he's still in contract and it's under they're going through the court system and yes. through the MLB system. But keep going because I wanna It's an interesting story because recently the young lady who accused them, like somebody leaked a sure. video of her hanging out with them the night or the day 
that all went down. And she's just like there posting, smiling. like smiling, kissing, and like, oh, look who I'm with, well, stuff and like her that. Text messages. And their yes. text messages. Oh, and man. I'm all about what a mess. What a mess. People who are assaulting women. But I'm really thankful that, like, this is going to be a fair trial, that we could see both sides of the story mm -hmm. and actually get down to the bottom of it. Because I can't even imagine what's going on in her life, how hard that would be. But For also, sure. if this is not the case, which MLB has their own separate, you know, judging and this and that. And, and so does a lot. And as far as California goes, I'm pretty sure he got... He got, he got some shit. There. And you know he what? I feel like here. MLB is very... Uh, reactionary first like oh no cancel 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 and then let's see let's put the pieces of the puzzle together right so yeah so basically let's see where trade turner goes <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> algo bueno good um man natasha and i have a dope week oh, all right week. dope yeah. weeks coming up going to disneyland for a day staying overnight on property and then i'm taking her to see billy eilish and she is just what? over the moon yeah. oh my gosh she went to go see her in vegas and she was so amped about that so now she we get to see her on the final leg of the tour so wow she's, she's that's so awesome yeah, yeah i told her the other day and she almost pierced my goddamn eardrum the way mm. she screamed uh so Aww. yeah i'm stoked to get away for for a whole weekend easier to find tickets to that than taylor swift hell no, no. i only i had to i had to ask some favors so, yeah uh, yeah yeah. Shit, man. Well, we have the local music man here coming Ooh, on later. You today. mean the music guy? The mayor of local music, El Pinchy Tim Piles. I'm pretty sure he has a connect with fucking Billie Eilish. I took, my hat <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I took my hat off when he came in. I was like, <laughs> damn, poor guy. Why do you got to show him the hair? Don't do that. Well, that glorious, it, is, it is. It is glorious. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not Luis glorious. What else you got, buddy? That's it for my algo bueno. My algo bueno, I went to church. In Wait, what? Huh? I went to church. My church. That's what that fire was at the church. <laughs> The church I went to was the church. Oh, shit. There it is. Algo bueno, 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 bueno. Maybe this, maybe this camera is bad. <laughs> I went to go see Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Is it called Viejas? Yes. Viejas Arena. Yeah, Viejas Arena, San Diego State. Oh, my God. It was a fucking mess to get in. To oh, get no. in. Yeah, fue un pelote. I mean, there was line... Lines that reach all the way out close to the 94 um, to get in, to get out. So we left there to like around six. And we didn't get into the show like until 830. Oh, yeah. So we missed what? half of the first performer or the the art of the comedian. I forget his name. He was fucking hilarious. Damn. So we missed that. And then when we came back in, it was a black star, bro. Most, oh, I heard yeah, about so, that. So most Dev and Talib Kweli. Yeah, bro. Yeah. They were on stage doing their thing. It was, wifey and I just kind of looked at each other like, what? Wifey, wifey's, star, a, wifey's a big hip hop head. You yeah, know, when she, yeah. was, she was a big hip hop head. Um, she so, has thug life on her chest. Though, right? it, oh, no, yeah. Not on her chest. <laughs> you saw that on her chest, bro? No, the, you the told fucking me. disrespect. Wow. Perro. Say, wait. <laughs> you look at wait. I haven't done this one in a while, bro. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> um, so yeah, Black Star. That's Damn, a fucking man. band I haven't seen ever. So to be able to pair, pair that up with Chris Rock, who I've never seen, Damn. never seen Dave Chappelle, who I've seen now twice in like the last Hollywood Bowl, right? six months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. It was an epic show. They they addressed all of their fucking dramas. Oh, they went shit. they went head first into it. Pinchy, uh, Chris Rock was talking about. Uh, Will Smith straight up calling a bitch ass hoe of everyone, oh, guys, like, of everyone talking shit about your wife. And trust me, I'm not the only one. Of all of them, you decided to hit me, the guy who's half your size, talking shit and going in on. Damn, like, hell so like, yeah. wow. So apparently, you know, he probably didn't say anything in public, to, you know, but in private, where his show Wait, and people are paying, buy those tickets, yeah, buy the tickets, get the whole fucking behind the scenes. He was clowning them. Jeez, yeah, it was hell awesome. Yeah. Then you fucking have Dave Chappelle doing Dave Chappelle shit. That's the way I almost feel like he. 
He's a story. Well, he's a genius. Yeah. Obviously, on what he does and how he presents himself and, and how he captures your attention. But he was on stage just t- telling stories, bro. And I don't feel like there was any fuck. And it, he probably does because he's a pro. But it just seemed like it was very fluid, not scripted, not anything. Just mm. kind of sat down, started smoking. Which how the fuck? He doesn't you, give a fuck. How do you smoke on planet Earth now, bro? <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's no more smoking. You're usually there's supposed no to be like nothing, in a pod. Yeah, so this yeah. was like he has a whole carton of like look like camels and shit, just smoking, haciendo su pedo, telling stories. I was in heaven. Wifey and I were like, God damn. I said, God damn. That's awesome. I said, this, this is probably our favorite comedian for sure right and now. They, and and then that was one of the ones that they had you put your phone away, right? Oh, phone yeah. Phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know some fucking people. They had their phone and they're pulling out of their sock. It was right next to Are their fucking win? ankle bracelet. I was like, no. <laughs> I said, it was no wonder. I was like, no CC. wonder. Always on a sick one. Uh, so, yeah, man. It Love was you, awesome. Cece. Thank you. Know, you. Cece. Catch her on the camera, Ruka. There she is. Say goodbye. You going too, Louise? Nah, Fuck. <laughs> well get over there and res- assume that position just in case <laughs> just in case we need to grab you for some information you just step on over there you yeah gotta- like like how you keep your curls so nice yeah man i, I hear it's eggshells and mayonnaise what yeah Neta? No, i don't know <laughs> i don't know Sassoon. so yes this episode this episode this show was amazing i look forward to it chris chris rock Quickly skyrocketed up the charts with me as fa- uh, favorite comedians because that's what's up, hilarious, man. man. No mames, yeah. like they no fucks given. Very nonchalant, doing their thing, and it was just awesome to see a bunch of other people hype. Show ended. It's gonna lead right into my fucking chale moment of the week. Mm. The show ended at eleven thirty. All right, I needed you to basically. be. I needed to be at work at twelve thirty. So uh, we were rushing. I got home full, and I just fucking uh, I threw some water on my face. I made some coffee. I drank some coffee. I did a couple of fucking snooters. <laughs> I did no snooters. Shout out, bro. Woods. <laughs> Shout out Woodsy on the snooters. And no, and, and I just fucking went to work, bro. That day, directamente, directamente, we just got home, did some things. Rent, caliente, yeah, sí, wey, no caliente, me, mi, mi, mi vieja me alivia, no. <laughs> I, I, I just got home, got dressed, threw water in my face, drove to work. That day spanned. 36 hours of non-sleep. For me, which is a personal record. God damn. Dude, literally by the time my shift was ending at UPS, fuck, I was delirious, Ben. Mm. Hey, follow me on Instagram on L Chams. <laughs> I just noticed you're doing that. Fuck yeah, bro. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was bananas. I'm, I don't function well normally, obviously, but without sleep, I feel like I'm a superstar. Oh, I, got I, feel, I feel like I work in reverse. Like the less... I, there's an energy bar in video games, you know, fighting games. I feel like if I sleep too much, my energy bar starts like decreasing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you slept too much, your energy bars. But if I feel like I don't sleep, I'm fucking like breaking walls like the Kool Aid Man. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> and my energy just kind of keeps growing full. Uh, but I don't recommend 36 hours no sleep. Balio, wow. it was not fun. Thank next you, day, snooters. next day, 12 hours straight. Mimi's time as oh, soon as I got bro, home from work, bro. That's what's up. Never done that. Those are good nights. I've never done that. You've never done 12 hours of sleep? No. Yeah. I always get up and go to work. You know? Oh my God. Hardworking father here moment. Uh, yeah, ever since I was seven. <laughs> as, told by CBSA. <laughs> as soon as I was uh, able to work, so like around 16, 17, I've always been just chambiando. Always working. So it's like now I just keep working. Mm-hmm. I don't stop. It, it, and I, if I'm fucking pelo or not, crudo or not, I get up that morning and I go to fucking work. And then mm-hmm. I get there and I'll ask, hey, can I leave? And let me leave. That's a whole different pelo. But I get up and okay. I go to work, man. Got it. Charlie moment of the week for you. Any of you. Take your pick. Jeff. Well, uh, part of it is related to why BJ's not here, which Uh-oh. is, of course, that everybody is freaking sick lately, man. There's this triple-demic that's going around. I don't know if you guys have heard out. of that. I've never even heard of a fucking triple-demic. It's a triple-demic because we have COVID. All right. 
We have the flu. All right. And we have RSV, which is what everyone is sick with mm. right now. And unfortunately, RSV is hitting a lot of our kids. Mm. Um, it's spreading mostly with kids. It is affecting some adults as well. Um, but thanks to this triple demic, it can be hard to find kids fever reducing medicines. Mm. I mean, like literally what, like Tylenol and shit or what? Yes. So oh, Tylenol, I'd be like children's Motrin. So all of these things are, um, you know, it says if you stroll to the cold and flu medicine aisle these days, you might notice that shelves are bare or nearly so. Some medicines that can be particularly hard to find are fever reducers for kids like children's Tylenol, Motrin and Advil. Johnson and Johnson, who makes children's Tylenol, says there is no shortage. It's just a lot of demand. Mm. So, you know, all of these kids are sick and parents are rushing to the stores to get all of these things. I mean, uh, Fernanda um, was posting yesterday asking for recommendations on how to break a kid's fever because it's just so bad. Um, how do you do that? Uh, I, to- I I sent her, obviously, alternating between Tylenol. Hot toddies. Hot that's toddies. how you fucking do that. I'll break Come your on, fever with Pete. a quick hot toddy, Step man. Uh, so, yeah, alternating between Tylenol and Motrin is usually the best, which is ibuprofen or acetaminophen. Um, uh, some of the things that I definitely recommend is. Dude, I totally know that from having kids now. Yeah. Wife is always like, double up on the medicine. I said, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Hit him with the ibuprofen and then hit him with the Tylenol. I was like, yeah. I'm going to make you yeah, little yeah, cocktails yeah. for him. Yeah, and if your kids, yeah, and if, it, oh, wow. if it spikes over 102, then definitely get them in the shower to drop the temperature as soon as possible. And they smell. Um, it won't it won't necessarily break the fever, but it'll drop the temperature so that their little brains aren't getting heated up, you know, which is obviously really scary and can cause seizures and stuff. So let um, me take this moment to tell you: once upon a time, I died. I was little and I had a convulsion. I had a super high fever. Oh my uh, gosh. I had like, I don't remember what it was. It was like 105. We were, mm. my, I was being taken care of. I remember in San Isidro in Villanueva. And I remember uh, my mom and everyone telling me that they threw me into the fucking tub with ice. Boom, boom, boom. And then my uncle had to give me CPR. And he was a oh big, my God. and he's like a Damn. big, he's like a big pothead. So this is the result, you know? <laughs> so the result of giving me CPR as a youngster probably enabled my passage into the, uh, you know, the universe of marijuana. That's just science, bro. Yeah. It's, it's it's totally gateway CPR, bro. It was gateway CPR. And it got me there, but yeah, fool. I remember I was fucking Damn, dead. Like it was Tupac. crazy. You came back, dog. Let me give you a paisa recipe. Yeah. A little beanerism. Uh-oh. Um, what we do for yeah, the kids that have like, we, they had croup before. We've croup. had a croup, croup. They've had everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've had pneumonia. I've had everything, like everything with lungs. It's, yeah, bronchitis. Yeah, we, national. Then the thing, no. the kid, yeah, the kids haven't either, fortunately. But one of the recipes that we've used that fucking works every time, mm, bugambilias. Oh, yeah, te de bugambilia. Un te de bugambilia. How do you say bugambilia in English? Bugambilia. Bugambilia. Yeah. Available on the corner of my parents' house. They have a big old bush of bugambilias. Yeah. So I would go over there. You throw some bugambilia into a, into a pot. The flowers, mm-hmm. not the, the bu- flowers. Not the, green. the flower, it's like red. Or pink. If I would. Uh, it's very bright. You put it in there. You put it in hot water. You put some canela, cinnamon. And then you put a little bit of honey and then a red onion. Slice that red onion in there. And for some reason, our kids like were afflicted with um, the weaker lungs. Mm-hmm. They, they, mm-hmm. they tend yeah. to get more congested and, yeah. and it leads into the sealed cough and it leads into croup and it has. And then fuck this. For some reason, it's like a miracle drug. So yeah. that, that's why I smoke weed. I feel like there's a lot of benefits in marijuana. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all I have. So yeah, make sure that you uh, take care of yourself. Uh, start... Dosing up your kids with uh, yeah. vitamins yourself. Yeah. Weed. Um, it, uh, this triple demic is not a joke, you guys. Um, obviously, COVID is not gone. Uh, yeah. Really, she's baby been sick? sick for nine days now. Oh Ooh, no! Yeah. Yeah. and then like she ran out of one of her medications. So, so to your point, and I ordered it in a little Target thing. Go and pull up. They bring your shit out. Yeah. The guy comes out and he goes, "Um, we're, we're actually out of two of your products." And I'm like. We'll say some shit before I get there. Exactly. <laughs> like send me an email or something. Oh, and again, that sucks. luckily we always have a backup. But you know, her mom took her to the doctor today, and they're like, 
Luckily, it's not the flu for her. It's probably a sinus infection mm. and she's got antibiotics. But yeah, man, it's just going around like crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so, by the way, the RSV one is what is known as a common cold. But the common cold is hitting different because obviously we've all been like masked up yeah. and all this. Yeah. So it's Our just affecting different. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's affecting us mm-hmm. all differently. And um, as somebody who had RSV, it turns out that that crazy cough that I had mm. was RSV. How dare you bring RSV into the studio? <laughs> Sorry, guys. How dare you bring RSV onto the set? I'm a workaholic. I show <laughs> up and I get up in the morning. <laughs> I know somebody like that. So yeah, so um, it's it's no joke, you guys. Like it's 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 in your lungs. It's upper respiratory. Um, but it's common. It, it, this is it is this common. Isn't new. This is not this new. This is something that's been around but for it decades feels and more decades. More severe, which is weird. And you made that perfect point on why. Yeah. Because our immune, our guard is down. Yeah. And I've always told wifey, let these little fuckers just play in the dirt. Let them go out there, mm. play, and, and, and whatever. Mm. And and now I feel like she's understanding the importance of that. Because before it's like, oh, antibacterial soap. Oh, this, oh, this. And I was like, no, 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 no. Déjalos que se enfermen los cabrones. Yeah. Them getting sick, it's like when you break a bone. It comes back stronger. Yeah. You know? That's just science. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Oh, okay. I've always believed okay, the science. Steve, oh, What's it, Charlie? Um, no, no, that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, the sickness mm. and Natasha being sick. And it's just like, again... I've seen some parents that have kids that are, you know, in and out of ER with all yeah. of this shit. So I'm thankful that hers is mild. But you, you can tell she's frustrated, man. Being cooped up, not being able yeah. to go to school. She's a social butterfly. And she just, you know, she's like, all right, I'm over this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, yeah. I'm, you know, fingers crossed that whatever antibiotics they gave her this morning, she kicks that shit. Cause, oh, you know, good. She's in good spirits, but yeah, she needs to get back to her daily routine. Yeah, and that's what's happening, right? A lot of these kids start with RSV, but then it develops into a sinus infection, a throat infection, a a lung infection, like a pneumonia. And so that's where it just exasperates and becomes something bigger than it is. Exasperating. But just so you guys know, (laughs) they're saying that they're they're feeling the the results of um, like 30% increase in the amount of children um, in... um, in ERs. In Whoa. fact, in fact, uh, right now, Children's Hospital has a six-hour wait. Inga so, what? yes, it's six-hour wait. So, damn. just something to think about if your kids are if your kids are feeling sick, um, don't take them to the ER unless obviously things are really intense, um, because you're just also opening yourself up to all that's yeah. there as well. Knock on wood, man. These little weenies right now, they're going all in. You know, they got yeah. they got fucking jujitsu, they got boxing, they got golf. So I feel like that for us, the best approach right now is like. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Expose you little weenies out there. Go. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. And then fortunately, but you never know. Yeah, That's the kind of shit that happens time, quick, man. That happens yeah. quick. A year away, two years away, and then all of a sudden we're right back in the mix and it's like a Petri dish. Hey, Tri- careful tri- with that, uh, the triple that RSV. Calm down. Calmate too. Hey, if you guys want to learn more about RSV, I listen to a killer podcast that I listen to every morning called The Daily. And The, the Daily, Daily, they went into NPR. the whole, like, uh, the breakdown of RSV, how it's always been around, how they talk to nurses, doctors, all affiliated with how to handle it. And I said, hey, man. Unfortunately, there is no fucking there cure. Is, yeah, yeah. You just part. you just got to rush through it, you and hopefully your body is ready to accept yeah. it and treat or the symptoms. Has, or if like you're old and, and like in your seventies, eighties, nineties, or maybe even like sixty-five, boom, just take care of yourselves. Yeah, you know. And I, I feel like I take care of myself. Uh, reverse logic by Virgin. Mm, yum. Hey, that's your beer, right? <sighs> okay, no pues. Anyway, Sorry. this is a good fucking beer. Uh, Cold somebody pale ale. about ordering a virgin beer. Nice. I'll, that was I'll good pro- timing. I'll promote your little fucking brand for your brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need that as the best brewery in San Diego. Hey, Please help us. You're welcome. I can, a, I can get this into the nice, Mexican demographic. That is cool. nice. I like the, the you let me know. design on that. There's you mean, money, there's money you mean where I sell the most beer? Yeah. <laughs> Who well, designs hey. your, your beer? Mackenzie Graham. She's an all-star. Wow, She's that's beautiful. She's amazing. The next three can designs we have coming out. 
I, I just, I don't know how she does it, man. I she, love it. It like dope. looks like 70s, retro. Just, but it's but funny. Like, we just announced our, our anniversary party on January yeah. 15th, and it's going to be an 80s throwback See? anniversary party. So. I can feel the vibe. Am I invited? Huh? Am I invited? No. Uh, oh. Next subject. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Give me your Yahweh. <laughs> the fucking lack of respect. Yahweh. <laughs> what you got on your Yahweh? You, uh, anyone, Caesar? Yeah, uh, this one, it, it's not a, necessarily a Yahweh, but it made me laugh. Uh, a mother had a little bit of an incident in which she, uh, you know, wrapping Christmas gifts and turns out that the wrapping paper she used without her nerving, without her knowing was uh, covered in genitalia. Oh, Wait, cool. what? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. How do you miss that? Uh, you know, it's a mama for Nicole from Queensland, Australia, and she uh, took to Facebook to share her unfortunate mishap no. after purchasing a roll of paper from the novelty store Typo. She ordered it online, wrapping up her presents. Initially looking at it first glance, she thought the red paper was patterned with slaves, reindeer, and snowmen. Very what innocent. Was it? Looking closely, uh, among the snowflakes and actual Christmas patterns, because they were on there, not just reindeers, but horny reindeers who were going ah. out it with some <laughs> mounting others. <laughs> the explicit content didn't stop there, as the paper what? also featured snowmen with suggestively placed carrots. Ooh, an oreja. Basically, they <laughs> had root vegetables for penises. Mm. Yep. So, uh, and there's pictures on there if you uh, care to take a gander. Very nice. Rudolph, oh my God. Rudolph is getting it. He's uh, one of his red noses. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a lippy stick, a lippy stick. <laughs> a lippy stick. Have you guys done any fucking Christmas shopping yet? Is that something that uh, yeah, we have to I do mean, now? I, I took care of all of, I mean, the concert cost me a pretty goddamn penny. So oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What about I, decorating? Is that something we do already or not yet? I already did it. With all right, me. I did yeah. that. What about yeah. Christmas trees? That's I just bought a 14-foot Santa, inflatable Santa. <laughs> Wait, you guys, I have to tell Some, you, I'm the most subtle, competitive. I'm something the most subtle competitive. for the neighborhood. No, the neighborhood started like putting up all these inflatables. And in the past years, nobody's done it. So I was like, wait a second. And I've only had, I have a, a snowman and I have a baby Yoda. And so I was like, dude, I think it's time for another inflatable. And then I went, <laughs> I went to Walmart and I was like, 14 foot Santa. Yep. That sounds like it. <laughs> That's a big it's ass Santa. You guys, it's <laughs> Taller than my freaking house, and I'm like adjusting it. And Yanni's like, "Mom, stop grabbing its crotch." <laughs> I'm like, "It's so tall. You, this you? is the only place I can grab it from." Oh man, you got some inflatables too, right? Wifey goes all out. She's yeah. like the Clark, Clark Clark Griswold of the family, bro. Uh, okay. I'm not. I'm not about that I, life. I, I, this year, we put up the little like lights that show like the snowflakes and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, the projectors? Patterns. Yeah, yeah. Yes. we have and those too. Years past, we've had the like the. It's one that's like Santa's sleigh, but it's like. It opens the door and el vato se. Oh, oh shit, that's cute. Comes back in. Yeah, that's it's creepy. Like a, it's like a Santa in a box. It's like yeah. the creepy uncle just like, hey, mija. Yeah. Hey, mija. Do you want another drink? Um, and then we have the one that we use for Halloween as well because it fits with both. The one that I bought for Natasha was a nightmare before Christmas one. So it's uh, I need Mr. to watch that's that. So Senor, cool. I need yeah. to watch it. I've not, not watched it yet. Well, You've never watched that's Nightmare a, Before that's Christmas? A classic, Bits and pieces? So like, but no, never, never seen. Yeah, it. Oh, that's a classic. When we were at Disneyland last, um, yes, we we went on the ride, Mansion. and it was the first day that they had set it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was awesome. Yeah. And um, incidentally, I follow a page now on Instagram, and they and they kind of go, "Thank you, John Nunez. He sent it to me. Uh, tips and tricks for Disneyland, and yeah. it gives you like the the, the schedule, the forecasted calendar on what rides are going to be closed, yeah. when to go, what to do. Mind blown, <laughs> you know. For me, mind blown, dog. More reasons not to take my kids. And they were saying that haunted house is hey, going to be closed. But at least you take your wife. Oh, I take my wife. More, <laughs> more on that later. More on that later. But yeah, man. I mean, fuck. When do you tell your kid that Christmas is uh, not about Santa, that there's no such thing? Have you? I, I have a delicate balance. Look, she believes in Santa, and I'm cool with that. 
But I also tell her, yo, your daddy busts his ass and he gets you gifts. So, you know, it's not all this white dude hanging out, fucking breaking into our house and mm. ungodly hours, all right? El Sancho. El Sancho. <laughs> <laughs> Sancho. So I, I, keep, I keep it real with her. I'm never going to ruin that allure because, you know, she's going to find that out on her own one day. But yeah. So you haven't like, told her yet? No. Mm, nice. Neither have I. Don't, don't, don't get me. I feel like both of you looked at me like, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> <laughs> when did you tell your daughter or when did she figure out? My daughter out? Still, th- still thinks. Just kidding. No. <laughs> Please don't watch this episode. My daughter still believes in Santa Claus. You see Claus. Santa Barbara, you're getting a gem. <laughs> It's Santa Cruz, Governor. It's Santa uh, Cruz. It, oh, fuck. In, Santa in, Cruz. My head, it was, in my head, it was Santa Cruz, but I don't know why I fucking said <laughs> Los Gauchos. I, I you know this. what? Uh, kind of related to this, me and uh, Munchkin watched Santa Camp yesterday. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> Perdón. Oh. <laughs> uh, disposable <laughs> income. <laughs> no, I actually am uh, totally uh, using my best friend's uh, sign-on. Do you, poor people, do you poor people have uh, HBO Max? I'm like, no. <laughs> Shit, chef. Anyway, the point is, it's Santa Camp where they teach Santa Clauses how to be Santa Clauses and it was really cool because that's they, a real thing yes oh, and it's in New England it's just an episode of the Simpsons you guys have to watch it though because it was super like cringy sometimes in serio let me tell you why oh. because they are trying to expand their diversity and inclusion so this was the first year that they had a black Santa Oof, go ahead and then they had a trans Santa. Go ahead. Um, okay. Yeah, so it was in, in their first special needs Santa. So it was really, really kind of like, you know, heartwarming to like see that these people are, you know, providing kind of that avenue for kids to feel yeah. included. Um, and it was really kind of cool because they spe- that the Black Santa specifically, I don't know if you guys remember, a couple years back, there was a person uh, in, I want to say it was Atlanta, no, Virginia, I can't remember. Anyway, wherever he lived, he put up two Black Santas outside and he got hate, like a hate note from a Santa. That's weird. Did you guys hear here, that? Here in, the Uni- here in the huh? United States, people yeah. are hating? I know. Oh my God. I know. Uh, so anyway, he decided that he was going to become a Santa. He well, was going to become a Black Santa. And I like loved it. Uh, anyway, it's really funny. But it's also, it's it's rough because they have very honest conversations with like all of the white Santas going, can we have a Black Santa? Like, is that like not a thing? Like why, you know, and, and, then, and then kind of some of the elders got kind of going like, I don't see why we would want to limit somebody's joy. Oof, get it. And I was just like, dang, all right. Uh, So really, really interesting. So if you guys want to watch that. So here we'll be doing our part two here at the Emo Brown Podcast. Uh, Casas, if you can scan over to where Cece formerly was. We're doing our part by having our old indigenous Santa. So this Saturday at the the Winter Formal, at the Winter Formal, we're going to have Blue Dog dressed up as Santa Claus. And he's going to be our own little indigenous Santa Claus. (laughs) Hey, get this fool on the camera. Camera, dog, I want to yeah, see him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there he is. Boom. Oh, no, that's still me. Mexican Santa. Oh, there he is. El de Peru. Go ahead. <laughs> Santa de Peru. <laughs> well, anyway, we have a long hair here, and he, he is our indigenous Santa. Yeah, and if you come by, he'll allow you to sit on his lap. There he is. Say hello. You're alive. This is Cece's better half, allegedly. Grab your microphone. Tell us a little something about what you do, brother. Oh, he hates this. This is fantastic. Really close, though. All right, here I am. There, there it are. is. What's cracking, fool? Uh, my name is Luis Sendejas, and I manage the tasting room at Barrio Logan Sucks. for Foreign Street there Brewing you get Company. It, bro. You, just get bought, it. you just bought yourself another three months. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently I'm an indigenous Santa. There it is. 
This Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday from 5 to 11. One of the only prints we have hanging up in our beautiful studio is from this talent. There it is. He's a great photographer. Big supporter of everything we do. Absolutely. He's one of the photographers that goes out every year and he does the Amabro Golf Tournament Mm. with us. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he gets down. He's awesome. Big fan. He's a DJ. DJ. Black Gas. DJ's. DJ Black Gas. Oh, is it all vinyl? Is that a thing? Oh, I love that. I don't know what that means, but that's harder. Collection is impeccable. It's harder. It should just say all vinyl, all in. Boom. You're it's, welcome. It's low key like a, it's, it's, it's a low key dick drop because it's harder. Mm. Yeah, He's kind of short, so that is a low key dick drop. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Would you, do we have what any liquor? You? Anything we can drink back there? What's going on? I mean, there are things you can drink back here. Create <laughs> me a concoction, please, bro. I'm ready. Uh, and one for Caesar. Yeah. And oh, one for Caesar. A, a shot of whiskey smoothies. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> something, something tasty. Something tasty. Yahweh moment of the week. Who was next? Me. Get it, girl. Today, the Supreme Court Oof. is. Yeah. Uh, hearing a case. As soon as you... Dr- oh, man. I feel like I got to perk up. All right. <laughs> Chef doing some shit. No, Go but ahead. literally today, uh, the Supreme Court hears arguments today that could be a landmark case that pits LGBTQ rights with free speech. The case involves a Colorado web designer who says that state law prevents her from designing wedding websites because she believes that a marriage should be only between a man and a woman. Oh, well then. I know. Colorado. So it was interesting because they got uh, interviews with her on NPR and she kind of states her case, which is funny because she's never actually been asked to create a wedding website for. So this isn't like something that has actually already affected her. She is preemptively suing. Jesus. Preemptively suing uh, (sighs) because she believes that the law uh, incorrectly uh, affects her because she is an artist. And because she an artist, because she is an artist, she shouldn't be required to make something that essentially, um, uh, you know, restricts her rights. Um, obviously, this is a potentially landmark case um, that cherishes that For sure. that that pits two cherished constitutional principles against each other. On one side are laws that guarantee same sex couples equal access to all businesses that offer their services to the public. What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> like, what really? What the fuck is going on? Do you want an honest? Yes. Answer? I think I think that what's happening is, you know, um, leading up to the years that Trump got elected and through the Trump uh, presidency, conservatives really took um, they they took advantage of the fact that they uh, were in power in order to elect many more conservative judges. Mm. We now have a conservative leaning Supreme Court, uh, which means that conservative-leaning people are deciding um, that religious, um, you know, that the parts of free speech that specifically have to do with religion need to be amplified. Limit Mm -hmm. how much we can require other people to be inclusive. Uh, The problem with that is, is of course, now you have 300 plus anti-LGBTQ bills um, currently sitting within um, the House of Democrats, uh, the House of Republicans and the Senate. Um, So there is kind of this big anti-LGBTQ, anti-trans movement, um, you know, all of these types of things. And, you know, I understand. I understand that everybody has the right to believe whatever they want with their religion. If you do not believe in you know, um, same sex marriages, interracial marriages, then just don't get married to another, the same sex. Mm. Uh, I just don't understand why we have to, why everybody else has to think the way that you do. And I think that has to be the bigger argument, right? I understand that we can't make anyone do anything. 
I understand that. However, we shouldn't be able to limit anybody's beliefs or 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 rights based on somebody else's religion. I think it goes both ways. Separation of church and state. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with people knocking on my door and and you know <laughs> asking, hey, can I talk to you about the scripture? Like it happened. Yeah. It happened like a week ago. Yeah. And, I, and I let the viejitas come in and talk. I was like, cool, no hay pedo. La palaya. Yeah. And then she can't. No, Christian. It wasn't even oh, la talaya, bro. It wasn't Jehovah Witness this time. It was it was a Christian couple, um, a couple older ladies. And I said, you know what? Shoot your shot. Go yeah. ahead. You know, it's easier to just, you know, instead of like creating a whole pedo, the kids were watching. I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm not very religious at all. But yeah. this lady came up and I was like, all right, cool. Awesome. Boom. She shut her Bible and she left. I was like, perfect. Mm. And then you went to church. Present the option. Yeah. Well, I went to church to fucking watch Dave Chappelle. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you went to church. <laughs> so if I presented the op- they presented the option. Don't push on me, you know? And then this goes on anything. Don't push anything on me. Don't sell me on anything. And if I want it, I will look for it. It's not an opening for you to be like, bah, 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 bah. Right. And right. I feel like maybe that's the way to approach everything. Believe what you believe and don't fucking throw it on anybody else. Why yeah, you know? why why does everybody else have to do what I believe? You know like- how I believe like CrossFit? Because you don't shut up and you only talk about it being a CrossFitter. Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> veganism, lo mismo. Podcasters, jujitsu, like Enjoy what you enjoy. A couple of weeks ago, something similar happened. The Amazon guy, the Amazon guy, delivered Harry Potter books, and that's basically, you know, make believe thing too. So I mm, get it when they wow. preach religion. You know, a funny, <laughs> a funny. Oh my god, I'm gonna go to a dinner on Friday for Sugar and Scribe. That's Harry Potter theme. I'm so excited. Damn, that's a dick drop. I've uh, never watched anything Harry Potter. I wish she was, was still here because uh, breaking news: Trey Turner to the Phillies, eleven <gasps> years, three hundred million dollars. Eleven years, three hundred million dollars. Oh Is that the <laughs> biggest deal ever? No, no, eleven no. years. We have. We have three Padres on the team right now, or two, two. with one coming soon. That's going to be bigger than that. More than eleven years? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Fourteen is three hundred thirty. Three hundred forty wow. for Tatis, mm-hmm. and then uh, and Manny then, was ten three hundred million. I was talking about the years. I was fourteen no. Tatis. Fourteen yeah, Tatis. Fourteen is yeah. wow. We're really investing a Still lot. Though, of- wow. Swing and a miss on our predictions this morning. <laughs> uh, hey, I know all that in. shit we're talking, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Trey Turner the, to and the, the Phillies. Were just like. That escalated. You look like a Mexican Philly fan. Look at you. What are you wearing? What are you wearing on the red carpet today? Look at you. You look comfy as fuck. I'm tapping into my fucking Joan Rivers right now. (laughs) What what are you wearing? What are you wearing, you Mexican? You look uh, burgundy as fuck, bro. I love it, bro. Good, you look good. <laughs> what are those good. called? Sarapes? Yeah. Not at you. I got I one for me. I got one for Luis. Y yo que buen mierda en la carre? Que pasa? The last time uh, I got you gifts, you got mad at me. What's get? What? What did you get me? Your knife. I got you. Oh, I got it yeah. here. Look at boom. So, hey fool, I hate it when people give me gifts. It makes I'm me not, uncomfortable. I'm, I'm not. I don't like compliments. I don't like gifts. I got you Treat a record. like a degenerate. I got Just, you a dope mm. ass record, and you remember the Quiet your way. favorite band? Minor Threat. No, no, the one that you went to go see all the time that used your condoms. Oh, Millencolin. Yeah, yeah. I got that. You got mad at me too. Why'd you give me this fool? Like, because then I feel compelled (laughs) to have to fucking return the favor. And what did I tell you? Go fuck yourself. I believe he told me. Yeah. Ah, that Yahweh. Everybody, are we back that to was, the Yahweh? That was my Yahweh. The Remind me. Remind me, because I feel like I might be com- combining two stories. Tell me everything. There was an event mm. where drag queens were going to read to children again. Yes. A library. Remind me of the state. And remind me of these weenies carrying fucking the assault rifles. Ri- yeah, was it the Proud Boys? It was the Proud Boys. Carrying assault rifles, shot up a power plant along the way, and yeah. they fucking knocked out power on the grid. Pretty much. And then they fly away. I don't remember. Somewhere in the. I want to say it was Colorado. No, also. was it? Oof! I'll um, fucking find out. I don't know. Yeah, no, but it was. It was definitely. Um, what is an, going another, on? 
And and what's worse is that they there they, was videos of them like pouring into the back of like U-Hauls. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is so Ohio. funny. You know, the people that were anti-mask go out and protest with mask on. It's so yeah. tough. So a drag story time event in Ohio was canceled Saturday after members of the Ohio. far right groups right. Uh, gathered near the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Columbus, where the reading was scheduled to be held. The Holy Drag Story Time, which was organized by Red Oak Community School, was set to feature three drag queens reading to children of ages performing uh, a few holiday numbers. According to the Associated Press, 50 to 70 members of the Ohio chapters of the Proud Boys and the Patriot Front stood along the road leading up to the church, touting guns, tactical gear, and face masks that obscured their identity. Charlie. It's like, if you're so, proud, your then, chest, if you're so proud, then why are you masking up, bro? And exactly. And again, they were anti-mask during the COVID restrictions, but now... Mask galore. Fucking shy boys more like. Pro- yeah. Oh, shit. Pro- protesters chanted life, liberty, victory, and reclaim America, among other uh, slogans. And some were seen giving a Nazi salute, according Inga to the footage madre. reported by. Yeah. On some Kanye shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's my Yahweh. A little <laughs> bit of a little Kanye transition. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Dude, there's so this many. This fool's just like said, I'm going to go zero to 150 real quick. Yeah. 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 What about nice. what about Florida? No, I'm not there. Yeah, we'll go to we'll get to Florida. I'm gonna wait till the headlines when we bring in Mr. Piles. But man, my Yahweh's about fucking Alex Jones having uh, Kanye on and Kanye just going off on a sick one. My dude, just no more fucks are given, right? No. He, he, he said, "I'm in. I'm all in. I'm going crazy." That, that I think he said that like uh, Hitler was a good guy, right, or something yeah, like and, that. Yeah, and he sees good uh, features in the Nazis. I was like, yikes, bro. This dude is going all in. Which, of course, has set off an, on a slew of other people who uh, follow uh, Kanye and are jumping in and doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just reiterating this rhetoric and just kind of saying, this is what we're all about. It's like, it's a dangerous game that Kanye's playing. Because oh, he, he is a man of big pool. He absolutely. is a man of big influence. And all those people that follow him, it's like, I'm, for, I'm pretty sure in those hundreds of millions of people that follow him, there's a segment They'll, they'll buy into anything that Kanye says. Oh, absolutely. You know? So it's a it's a dangerous game. So, oh, my God. That's my Yahweh's like, imagine making Alex Jones blush. That's hard, bro. Like, if you're going on there and you are out Alex Jonesing Alex Jones, that's on a different level. And right now, so I feel like. Uh, file only for bankruptcy. He, like, he like walks back several things bro, that, like, Alex saying, Jones like, I don't like, agree with you. Yeah, Alex yeah. was like, well, I don't agree with what you're saying. And I'm going to say them. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you yeah. are fucking putting Alex Jones in a compromising position. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. That's fucking bananas. That's another level. Dollars for his opinion. You know what's worse, though, is like, have you heard about. Pineapple on pizza. Have you, oh, <laughs> have you heard that <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Fox News is now saying that they think that the Kanye West dinner with Trump at Mar a Lago was a setup? To try yeah. to make Trump seem as though he is anti-Jewish. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's like it's like um, what? So now it's a setup that the so, dude invited. Yeah, so like so, so the guy that Kanye West is who, the most intelligent, you know, ever. prepared guy yeah, in the world. Ever. And, you, but and it's he like, got set up. you know, you know, he has like a million people who vet this, right? Yes. Like, does he though? Honestly, no. I mean, I say wait, <sighs> but also, <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, he has, he has, uh, like, what are they called? All of the ex presidents have um, the the security people. What yeah, they, they have a group uh, chat. Oh, right. Secret, Secret service. service. Thank you. They have Secret Service. They knew these guys. It wasn't like they just yeah. showed up in an uninvited. Do you think these ex presidents have like a group chat? Hey, what's up, forty five? Hey, what's up, forty four? <laughs> Do you think they get it? No. Fuck, that would be a down ass yeah, group it's called, it's chat. Called truth, it's called Truth Social. That was, oh, it, shit. oh shit! But not all of our presidents are in there. No, claro que no. Oh my god! What do you have a Yahweh or what, bro? No? no, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do the headlines when we come back with Tim Piles. Yeah, and then we're going to take a break right now. We'll come back with Tim Piles. We'll come back with the Maigrito of the week, and we'll do all of the beautiful things. All of them. Let's we'll see do you it. guys in a few minutes.
The My Grito Weekly Updates, brought to you by the My Grito, the label that pays us, the big bosses, the guys who tell us what, how, and where to say it. This is what's going on in the world of My Grito. I feel bad because last week we completely missed it. I didn't even give the update. Oh, well, <laughs> it happens. Thank you to everyone who came out this past Saturday and helped us to celebrate our annual show. Magrito Fest, a totally packed house enjoying some brews and killer sets from the Paranoias, Descarados, the Stadians. Thanks to the bands for playing and everyone who came out. Yes, as the holidays approaches, and if you're looking to get your favorite music lover a cool gift, well, head on over to Magrito.net, pick up the Paranoias, Las Calacas, Adrian Carmine, 3LH, Maria Sanchez, Ismael. Grab a shirt. Still waiting for my fucking shirt, Casas. Who am I going to have to call about getting my fucking shirt from the label, dog? Oh, Jesus Christ, man. For all your needs, make sure you go to mygrito.net for all your holiday shopping goods. Don't forget, new fucking sponsor, House of Chingazos. They are providing us some killer clothing. Look at that sarape print, bro. Use the code EMOBROWN. Go to Jackson. Get yourself a killer chain. I don't know how much discount there is, but just type in EMOBROWN. Type in EMOBROWN everywhere because you never know. You can The Manscaped discount may still apply Shit, you can probably talk to Tim Piles Throw Emo Brown, he might throw you a fucking single I don't know <laughs> Things are bananas right now, bro Fuck yeah, but right now <laughs> Hey, I don't get excited very often Because I'm old and grouchy hmm. But every now and then I do come across somebody That is like, oh man, this motherfucker Played a big role in me being an asshole And, and opening the door to being super Super duper confident Today, my friends, we have a local legend, the mayor of all local music here in San Diego, fucking Tim Piles, bro. Put the camera on this fucking guy, dog. Hi, Mom. Jesus Christ. Hi, Mom. <laughs> face for radio. Fuck. Hey, it's a thank beautiful you. face. It's a well, fucking beautiful you. face, Thank bro. you. Back at you. I love it. Thanks thank for you, having man. me. Hey, it's been a long time since I've seen you, but I see you in the most, well, not in the most unusual spots, because you're always either at the Casbah or you're fucking setting up shows, yeah. you know, and that, that, that is your claim to fame. Sure. I don't want I don't want to blow you up too much because I kind of want to hear it from you. Right. But these are the highlights for me. Okay. You are the gatekeeper of all local music. If you're in a local band and you haven't talked to Tim Piles, you ain't shit. If you were in a local band and you didn't talk to Tim Piles when he was hosting a loudspeaker, you ain't shit times two. You know, basically, you control what goes on in local music in San Diego once upon a time, currently, and probably for the near future as as, as far as, as long as you're around, brother. Yeah, as, as much as things have changed recently in my life, I'm not going anywhere, you know? Uh, definitely booking bands and giving bands their first opportunity to play the Casbah. So, yeah, that's the, the gateway drug. You got to nice. get into the Casbah. That's kind of, you know, the end-all, be-all clubs of San Diego. Yeah. A lot of great places to play. And there's a lot of great opportunities of, of new places to play in San Diego. But uh, the Wonder Bus is something that's really the fun Wonder for me. The Wonder Bus, fool. I got to thank Ernie Hahn for that. Uh, this is an amazing opportunity for bands to play on top of an English double-decker bus. I think the highlight's been when we've had artists playing like before Padre games yes. and driving around down there. But I was in the uh, Ocean Beach Holiday Parade this past weekend on the bus, and that was that was phenomenal. So wait, it's like a double deck bus that like, and then and then you're just driving around and you're playing music for anybody right, that's around right. it. Live. How cool! English, English double decker bus open at the top, all outfitted with sound and a, and a, and a sound person. And, uh, you know, you don't want to be on it when it's going faster than 20, 25 miles an hour. Uh, there's issues even for these bands because of a short stop. You know, they may, oh my they may actually kind of uh, potentially, 
You got to be prepared. You yeah, got to have, have a stance on the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have uh, that, that uh, shoulder width apart pose. Jesus but it's a, it's a, a cool oh, opportunity. That looks so amazing. Yeah, it's a lot rad. of fun for bands. I think, is that rookie card on yeah, there? Yeah, that's right rookie now? card. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have its own like Instagram where people can find out where it's going to be next? Yeah, just uh, look up the Wonderbus, Wonderbus Entertainment. It's on Instagram and uh, been having a lot of fun with those guys. How they, cool. They've been doing parades. They went out to the Coronado Parade uh, this weekend. I had uh, Dakota Ringer from uh, The Naked Eye. And, uh, you know, giving a lot of, you know, because it is not, all, it's an exposure gig, as they yeah, call, yeah. for some of these, you know, so you're not necessarily getting paid. Mm-hmm. But where do you ever get an opportunity to play on top of a English double-decker bus, say before a, a Padre playoff game yeah. like we just had recently? I want to start so. a band simply to fucking play on this <laughs> right? bus. That, you know, like, <laughs> is there a current market for, like, uh, accordion-playing punkers, bro? And, like, Norte maybe, crossover. Maybe. I'll hey, fucking create that. Can I, can I put out a solicit right now? Do it. Yeah. Get it. So the bus is going to be in Barrio Logan on uh, December 17th for a, the Posada that's happening there. Yes. And we want to have an artist perform Oof. on the bus, but uh, I, haven't, I haven't booked anybody. Yet. Paging so Eddie Zuko. Eddie Zuko. Is, is there Paging, somebody that might be interested? Yeah, you know, you Paging Rossi Rock. Find me on the local pile, Instagram and Twitter, the Boom. local pile, P-Y-L-E. That's probably the best way nice. to find me. That's also the name of the, the podcast. Get it, check man. Out the podcast, there's uh, six episodes up and, and when more, did that more start? to come. Uh, a few months ago, uh, my a big my life has been weird these last few months, all right? So yeah. Tell May, me all about May 16th, uh, a, a, a dog I love dearly passed away. Oh, no. It's Chloe. And then May 18th was uh, was my my wedding anniversary, but it was also my last day at 91X. So a little bittersweet there. Then lost my mother-in-law. Aww. God bless Rita and, and bless my wife who's uh, been there also for me because everybody's going through stuff, Yo, right? Get, get yes. Kyle's another fuck. Get him a whiskey or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bro. We lost another dog, but blessings. It's weird, right? Something happens. and uh, Something and, arises. And a dog showed up on our doorstep recently. Stop. And it was all matted and all trashed it looked nobody had taken care of this dog he's like Daddy? so we got humane society they came out checked it chipped uh no chip no no collar uh it's now our dog <laughs> essentially it's all yours it's yeah. our dog wow. now so you know we, they say that when that happens it's actually like somebody coming meant, back to you meant to be yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hard no, like to have some shit like for that a reason. <laughs> yeah well yeah but also like it, it, that yeah, yeah it was it was very odd how the dog showed up and and how my uh my wiener dog reacted and and made me aware that this animal was on the other side of our fence and I'm like, I was, what the hell am I looking at? It didn't yeah. even look like an, no. a dog. You it's know, this goddamn chupacabras. It pretty much, it looked like one. They're real too, by the way. Go ahead. What? Or it could have been the Proctor Valley monster. Oh, Wait, like, dude, that's true. Levis says, "Fuck, careful, yeah, careful." Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, we we've had all these ups and downs, but uh, currently, yes, this new uh, addition. He kind of looks like Fozzie Bear, so his name is. Is Fozzie Bear. Fozzie. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Cheers, Cheers to you. Cheers to you, brother. You. Cheers to you. Boom <laughs> and boom. Our local long hair. <laughs> and then, you know, radio, just like anything, right? I mean, you don't need a, an FM signal to hear things anymore, yeah. right? People listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, there is a, a radio station I'm working for up in Laguna Beach. I do two shows for them. One is kind of loudspeaker-like. Cool. I added this recently called Stomping Stomp, Ground. Yes, ah. So that is also incorporating a little bit of some Orange County bands. But but you know what? I don't know a lot of bands up there, so mostly it's San Diego and bands from TJ. I was going to say, nice. you got <laughs> bands from Tijuana, bro. I was like, I was looking, I was like, oh, shit, he's got bands from Tijuana. That's yeah. awesome. So th- there's more Tijuana representation currently than there is Orange County? Probably. Ca- probably Fuck probably. yeah, though. That's awesome. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with but that. You, know, you, th- you think about 91X and the fact that that signal comes from TJ and the yes. influence on the community and the region with the music they've been playing ever since the 80s. But, of course, if you're going to do a local show on 91X and the transmitters in TJ, 
You, you better fucking play some music. From, you're you're going to shape some minds. You're going to yeah. create a little bit of influence. You're going to create a plethora of Morrissey fans, Robert right. Smith right. fans, Joy Division fans. Are you familiar with the club Porky's in the late 90s, early 90s? Sure, that, sure. I mean, all of that is shit that we heard on 91X growing yeah. up, man. Absolutely. All of my cousins who played a big role in what I listened to were all listening to 91X and all listening to that kind of fucking music. Whether yeah. if it was Madonna or Michael Jackson, if yeah. it wasn't that... It was on some fucking sad storytelling, fucking British rock shit like yeah. exactly. Smiths or The Cure, man. Have you listened to Willie FM? Mm-mm. No. Do you know this shit? Do you, nah. ever, do you ever listen to the radio at all? Yeah, just to listen to the podcast rated number one in San Diego. Maybe you've heard of it. There you go. <laughs> I have. I have. No, there's a, there's a station at 105.7, and it's really odd. It's uh, it was an, an actual marketed to to American Signal, you know, English speaking people. And they took back control of it like four years ago. And it is the most weirdest programming you'll ever hear. And they actually have a little identifier. It says Willie FM. You hear all the ads, the, the Mexican national ads that you hear on 91X, actually in Spanish. So you can kind of tell. But it's the weirdest music. And then I hear it's very 80s. Nice. Very 91X. But so then do we also, get that here? <laughs> you can tune it in. It's got, uh, then they play like Killing Joke and Striper. And docking and twisted a lot Dude, of metal the and rock. Get it. But they play this one band, and I'm like, I don't know this band. I don't re- everything else I recognize. And they play like five songs from this one band, and they're called Vanguard. Vanguard. And they're three brothers from down here in the South Bay. And it's like, why are they playing this band all the time? So I booked them at the Casbah. There they, it is. They played for me recently, and they fucking killed it, man. Yeah. They were, they I don't were doubt ridiculous. It. I don't doubt it. Like great melodic metal, and, and it can sing. And yeah, I'm always out for. New bands, discovering new stuff. Those guys have been around for a while, but this new album that they've produced is, is phenomenal. Let's I, go down your resume, because you just dropped it right now. You book for Casbah. So Tim Mays is the man. He's the legend, owner of the Casbah. I help him fill the calendar when he's, you know, all the big bands, you know, anybody that's coming through there, Elvez or Rocket from the Crypt, and then he's got nice. He's, he's got a fill, right? So I, I fill a lot of the Mondays and Tuesdays. As a matter of fact, tonight... Uh, I booked a band. I booked a show with this band, new artist, Indigo. Okay. We have Scoobert Dubert, which is really quirky, interesting pop. He's actually worked with this uh, this Japanese group called Chai. Um, so they're kind of a thing. All right. And then uh, we have uh, Free Paintings. Uh, they're they're based down here, I believe, in the South This is Bay. on Monday at Casbah. Monday at the Casbah. So a lot of those ah. nights. You know, there's no, there's no, I don't put a lot of pressure on the bands. We're not telling them to sell tickets. We want you to promote. But we that should come people. from within. Right, bro. right. But, you know, in other clubs, a lot of places, Los Angeles, you know, you, Here's some there, tickets. there's a lot more effort yeah. made for you to promote. I mean, I get it. it. Monday night, it's tough to get people to come out on a Monday night. So, Shit, hey. I don't visit our businesses on Monday nights. Imagine going yeah. out and fucking going and watching a show. But you're going tonight. You're going to be at the Elwood yeah. at... And then cool. come to the oh, yeah, I'll be there at 1145. <laughs> <laughs> I know, already over. <laughs> oh, not only that. Yes. Oh, Maybe. my God. What is this? Ah, oh, yeah. What the God fuck is this? Eric Casas. There it is. Look at that. Oh, my God. What you look, is happening? You look like a fucking backup referee for the Premier League, bro. You Maybe like, like a, <laughs> the championship yeah. league. Oh, it's yes. I think I made, I made that video possibly. That was when I was on the cover of City Beat. Uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Many, many, many years ago. Give me and promiscuous. Who <laughs> Who took those pictures, Eric? Uh, no, yeah, no. Look at God, I was That's fat. my favorite. I'm still fat. Uh, you uh, love but that. I was on the cover. Yes, I was. That was. I have that as a, a rather large. God, that reminds me. I got to put that up somewhere. <laughs> Maybe running on the Wonder Bus for the holidays. But you have a, a large banner of that. Wow. Ninety one X. Yeah. 
94.9. Yeah. And now your new, your, your, your new shuffle, your new catalog of things that you're doing, man. I'm always trying to do new stuff. Um, I'm working with some people on potentially something that would be like on broadcast television that could be a combination of Fox Rocks or San Diego. San Diego. Nice. Um, Which you were a part of as well. That, that was one of the biggest bummers of COVID <laughs> is that it killed, it yeah, killed that program. Sounds- and that was such a great program. I interviewed hundreds of bands. I worked with one of the most amazing producers and photographers here in San Diego, right there, Eric Casas. Eric, uh, uh, aka the discoverer of the, killers. of the killers. I don't know if you knew that shit, bro, but we got a little fucking celebrity in the but, fucking house here. But that show for me, I mean, I know for me when I was doing all those things, you know, the booking the bands on the radio, television, doing some writing, like it's just everything. It was all. It was all synergistic. It was all connected. But I don't know if one thing appreciated the other. I I I was lucky and blessed to do it all. You know, I'm I'm grateful for Eric Page at San Diego, and then the radio people are like, uh, you know, Garrett Michaels and Michael Halloran and Brian Shock and Mm -hmm. Chris Muckley. They're just different names that have been involved in the radio that have helped me. I'm blessed. To know you in the sense that you gave us an opportunity once upon a time. Once upon a time, I was a little snot-nosed high school kid who graduated. And then from the ages of like 16 to 25, my life revolved strictly around music. You know, And you weren't shit. You weren't anything. Unless fucking Tim Piles had you on loudspeaker. Unless Tim Piles went to fucking side stage Soma on a Thursday night to watch your fucking band play. The fucking library, uh, fucking Mira Mesa Epicenter. Epicenter. All all those spots, bro. Epicenter brought some good talent, bro. I remember watching Jimmy Eat World at Epicenter, man. I remember watching all those things. But you weren't shit unless you were invited on Loudspeaker by Tim Piles. Tell us a little bit about your experience and your life at uh, Loudspeaker on 91X. I love San Diego. I always feel like it could be better than the sum of its parts, art, music, culture. There's so much going on right now. Beer has been a big part of it. Beer has been going on now for a while, right? But mm-hmm. it's things like this. It's the music connected to what's going on and the events you're promoting. And it's just elevated. So, um, you know, 91X, and for me to get that opportunity, I worked in construction, law firms. I was a 30-year-old intern when I got my foot in the door at 91X. And then the big thing was getting on the, the payroll within the building there. So my my that's claim, a tough, that's a tough pull. My claim to fame back then, because radio is not an easy thing to get into. You know, you got to leave the country. <laughs> you got to go to another state. Yeah. Um, but for me, I got a job. This is back when they changed the laws and they started to consolidate radio stations. Mm. So all of a sudden, this company owned ten radio stations. Yeah. Multiple buildings. They needed somebody to be like the mailroom person. I was Tim the runner. There it is. I drove a pickup truck to all the buildings all day. And delivered and handed things from everybody to the interns to the general manager. I knew everybody by first name. But then when I had that card is when I started to show up to loudspeaker. Loudspeaker was on at midnight yep. on Monday nights. So not a very listenable time period. Right. But but I did that. I came in and and yeah, I kind of took over the you show. Took, not and you know what? Don't short sell the importance of what a Monday night at midnight fucking show was on 91 next. Yeah, yeah. Dude, loudspeaker. Well, radio mattered a lot more back Way then. More. Like, All we there had was no that. internet. All we had was radio. We yeah. had AOL yeah. chat groups, you know, age, right. sex, location. That's, <laughs> we, we, we had that shit. But we, we didn't have, like, you know, streaming or we didn't even yeah. have CDs, bro. We had fucking cassettes. Right, right. We would We would be making our demos on cassettes and just pimping them out and not just, like, local bands. Laser Latino! We would be doing doing all of that shit on the next level. Yeah. You invited us on the show. 
Yeah, and we were like, fuck it, let's, let's, this is awesome. Like, Tim Piles is having us on the show. We had just started playing a slew of fucking gigs in San Diego. We had just started going out and doing our thing. Three-piece scandal, find us on Spotify, what's cracking? And you know, and, and, and you opened the door and you invited us in. Twice, you had us in once and we were nervous. I think we were fucking drunk and shit, high off our mind. And Typical. Just, yeah, You're normal. not the only band. I, and, and listening to Casas, this fucking little reel that he sent me, it sounded like they were the same way. We were just stoked to be around you because you were the gatekeeper. You're like, oh, nice. You have graduated onto the loudspeaker now. Now, what's next? You can start playing gigs outside of San Diego. You can start playing gigs at bigger spots. And we're like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. So we, once upon a time, were hanging out at our spot, little Roberto's, Alberto's, and Benita, right across the street from Benita High School. Gus, you're going to have to remind me of the fucking taco shop. We were all posted up, drinking, having rolled tacos, smoking, whatever. And it was a Monday night over the summer, and we're just chilling. And out of nowhere, one of our songs starts playing on the fucking radio, and it was on your show, and bro, if that didn't create like an opportunity to to, to meet white women, my friend, <laughs> I, that was probably the one the one thing that opened the floodgates for me. And and and, and I was like, so thank you, because you gave me so much confidence when I was a youngster, bro. Like when I was 16, 17, and look 18. Look at you now. Look at me now. I'm an asshole. But no, <laughs> but you obviously you you created that not just for me, for a bunch of other. That was my people, goal. Bro. And I would have probably too many guests on the show in a lot of cases. I would I would rotate bands in and out of there in a two hour, especially when the show was on at a much more listenable time. You know, they probably that's maybe one of the reasons they got irritated with me. Having all these people be like a party in the parking lot. But it was it was all about giving bands that opportunity, elevating them, giving them that that confidence. Mm. And you never know what they can do. You after gave that. us that opportunity another time when you had us play on your show. Like we actually went on there and we played, and you were interviewing fuck. I think you were interviewing Greg Gavin, uh, Bad Religion. Uh huh. And it was Bad Religion, and and No Use for a Name had a show, how probably Soma, close right. by in Soma, and they had just left, and we were lugging things in. Oh, look at us, we're so fucking cool. We're gonna play on fucking the loud on loudspeaker with Tim Piles, and we're playing. And on the way out, he's like, "Oh, cool, you guys going to the show later?" And I was like, "Yeah, big No Use for a Name fan." And he's like, oh, what about Bad Religion? And he's like, fuck Bad Religion. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. And I told that to the singer. And I was like, oh. And then, uh, and then somebody in your crew came in, hey, dickhead, that's uh, fucking the lead singer for Bad Religion. I was like, yeah, I'm more of a Tony Sly, no use for a name fan myself. We went on. We played. We were drunk. It was bananas. But yeah, man, those are the things that you did for a lot of bands. Sure. Is there one band specifically that sticks out to you more now looking back on your career with Loudspeaker that you're like, oh, fuck, I never knew these guys were going to make it. Look at these fuckers now. Uh, you know, that band right now that's amazing, the South Bay band, These Sacred Souls. Mm. These young guys, I knew uh, them from a previous band, and they started this, like, I mean, it's a soul band. It's Marvin Gaye. It's Soulies. like It's sexy. It's beautiful. And it's, like, super vibey. They've uh, been recognized and signed to Daptone Records, which is a big deal. That's a big in deal. That genre that's in a that big world. deal. Yeah. So that's really cool. And, um, yeah, it's just endless. You know, a lot of rotation. Bands come and go. Not always a lot of staying power. I mean, we're not the music capital of anything but uh but we had know. a nice little solid run once yeah, upon 90s a time was great and yeah. i think you know now it could be even better you know it's it's all here there's all kinds of stuff going on i mean when i was in ob i was surprised to find this thrift store was doing a show i mean there's plenty of places to see shows down there but i like the diy i think you can get away with more diy stuff now than we could as kids because the cops were just you just they're weenies. They didn't have anything to do. Now, yeah. they, got, yeah. now they got too much to do, but they're not going to worry <laughs> they're not gonna about be worried, like, yeah. some gathering or show or whatever. It seems it seems like it's a 
better opportunity to do cool stuff in San Diego. How do we grow this scene here in the South Bay? Who do we need to reach out to? What do we need to do? I mean, we've done our part here at the brewery and at the, my partner owns a Manhattan, but I feel like it's still lacking, man. Sure. Um, what's happening with the, the Vogue? Was anything happening? You with tell the Vogue? me. Fuck, at this point, it's been like over a decade. People trying to buy. I've heard many stories. I heard that uh, uh, Live Wire is coming in and, and not Live Wire. Fucking Casbah? Live Nation. Or Live Nation. Live Nation, perdón, is coming in and putting in money. And, and oh, we're going to yeah. be like a legit ve- venue. And imagine that on fucking Third Avenue. That would be bananas. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's all all you need down here. Once upon a time, there was a spot named Just Java where all the bands played. Yeah, oh, yeah. POD would used to play there. Dogwood played there. Like a bunch of local South. You know South why band. I used to come down to Third Avenue Go back ahead. in the eighties? Tacos del Gordo. No marijuana, cocaine. What? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hookers <laughs> blow. Hookers blow. No uh, Berlin Wall. Have you ever been familiar with the Berlin Mary, Wall? That's on the blog. Hey, guys, you, could, you, have, you could not. You have get a mic, Doc bro. Martins. Jump in when you're ready, baby. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I came slumming from La Jolla to get my Doc Martens down here. And- cool people, man. <laughs> like the brewery is a block from where they once yep. were, and uh, I would go there. We yeah. would go, and that was. I had no fucking clue. We would go watch two movies at the Vogue, probably fucking My Girl and the Gremlins or some shit, <laughs> and then leave after sneaking and staying in there for the both shows, and then go like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, my God, look at all these. These are all records. What are these bands? Yeah. You know, it's a learning experience. You know, sure. it's a learning experience. It's pretty cool. People came from all over San Diego County to go to that store. The, you know? Yeah. It, what happened yeah. to that place, bro? I don't know. What, what is it now? I want to say it's Cruce. No, no, no. Oh. It's it's for it's up north actually, up from, or south on on that location. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. It's probably a, a jewelry store. Yeah, that was, I think that was a big deal. Man. I think that's the guy where passed you got your away. first docks. Yeah, all. yeah. Wilhelm, the, Wilhelm and Princess. There you go. That was yeah. trying to remember. I remember the name Princess Wilhelm. I couldn't remember. Yeah. That was a whole dynasty down here, man. There, there wasn't. Any, I mean, because later on you got uh, what was it? Uh, there was a couple other ones. Um, like that, you know, before you have Hot Topic, you had those it stores was just here. Crazy Gamma back, Gamma was like, Gamma Gamma, yeah. It was crazy back then how much, it, like, all the, you know, Mexican kids down here in the South Bay loved, like, English music, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was not. I swear, I, I still and blame in 91 the UK. <laughs> <laughs> in my morning, exactly. <laughs> Well, we have some questions from people that are interested in your, okay, the, sure. in, in your line of work, senor. Okay. So let's, let's start out first. From Hexus. Metiche Monday question. Was there a band or a song you had to play on the radio that you just couldn't fucking stand? Anything by Imagine Dragons? Ooh, <laughs> oh, hey. or, or the Chili Peppers? Pay attention, what? motherfucker. Pay attention, BFF Gus. No Imagine Dragons. Huh? Yeah, you know, radio people, if you've worked in radio, there are certain bands that just, because they're that staple alternative rock band, they just... You got to play another bit, like Sublime for 91. Go ahead. I play a lot of that. Ew, but Chili Peppers. Yeah. Although I want to go to that show because May 12th. Locally, who's opening Thundercat and the Mars Volta? The Mars that's Volta. That's actually a pretty good lineup. Shut up. I'd go, I'll They're go, doing I'll it? Go. They're coming back? Yeah, yeah, that's the lineup oh, here. Fuck, in we got to go, bro. <laughs> so we, 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 are, we have a foundation with Emo Brown called the Emo Brown Foundation, and yes. we do all of the. Uh, when available, we do the concessions, beer sales okay. at Snapdragon. Oh, cool. So I have a feeling that date, there's going to be a fucking list of people mm. who are going to want to go. But I yeah, already yeah. said I was the first one. <laughs> Period. Bro, Mars Volta and Red Hot Chili uh, Peppers, as lame as they are, is a band I've never seen live. So it's, they're on my bucket list of bands that I want to go see. Take it for what it's worth. I will never go see have fucking Have you ever seen Fishbone? Dragon. Yes, I have okay. seen Fishbone. Yeah. Just checking. Where did I fucking see them? Was it fucking? What's the one in uh North Beach? Solana Beach. Brick by Brick. No, no fucking. <laughs> the hell are, you don't get much. You don't get up north at That's all, bro. The belly up. The belly up. Tavern. Tavern. Oh, thank you. You Shit, are a San Diegan, right? Yeah, Good yeah, Lord. Uh, South San Diegan, sir. Please <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, he calls Come anything on, north of the eight freeway. Canada. Canada. It's fucking Canada, bro. Is it, is it north of the eight? Fuck. Yeah. Might as well be Alberta. 
Here you go. In La Jolla, we used to say, you know, there's no life east of the I-5. You know? I, I agree with that sentiment. I have no opposed opposition views. What moment <laughs> in your career stands out that you won't ever forget, Mr. Tim Piles? There's a couple, and, you know, a lot of them actually have to do with San Diego mm. and getting to interview somebody on camera, like a, a band I love. Um, so I'll, I'll say interviewing Bobby Gillespie from uh, Primal Scream mm. and Marky e. Smith from The Fall. That's I got to drink whiskey with Marky e. Smith from The Fall. That was a big deal. I'm really inspired by him, and uh, his band seems to be inspiring bands continuously to this day, The Fall. A lot of British bands a lot that of British I love, yeah. they're all doing this kind of talk singing post-punk thing so a lot of great bands in that genre i'm i'm digging right now nice what kind of music do you miss the most that you feel just isn't represented nowadays (laughs) (laughs) i don't know good lord have we officially had a fourth wave of ska i guess is it coming back i don't know the safe fair is gonna come back anything like the two-tone second wave i'd be happy but yeah um yeah, I don't know, man. Good Lord. Rumor tells me that once upon a time, you were a little modster from La yeah, Jolla yeah. who was rolling around in yeah. a roughneck posse of Vespa riding weenies. <laughs> that was us. This is true? <laughs> Dancing to cartoon music. Get my it, my friends in particular, we loved all the two-tone ska music, you know, Fishbone, part of that later on, and uh, the Untouchables, but the bands out of the U.K., you know, Bad Manners, Madness, English Beat. Madness, English the specials Beat. Specials being that. the oh, one. They wait, um, but wait. our friends were also, you know, it was, a, it was an eclectic group of people because you had the psych rockers, the craw mods, and then more like the Beatles. They were wearing the suits. So I, I wasn't a suit genres, wearing, bro. So many sub-genres. Yeah, sub-genres yeah. within something, you know. Yeah. Like you could say that within punk or don't even get me started on electronic music. Well, we'll get Good you. Lord. We'll get you. <laughs> we're listening to Tribal Seeds, another nice. San Diego band, another yeah. South Bay San Diego band. Sure. They're, they're here from Chula Vista. Smoke them if you got them. Tony Ray Jacobo, he's a founder of the Tribal Seeds. He has a question for you. Being in the music scene and industry for so many years, what was your favorite era? I feel like it kind of tail, it rides the coattails of the last answer you gave. Yeah, I think the 90s really, you know, when we were supposed to be, you know, because the 80s, the music scene was different than the 90s was kind of phenomenal. And the bands that came up through the original Casbah and, and, um, even some other venues, but Rocket uh, from the Crypt, you know, the Rock, Dragons, Rock Lucy the Crypt, Cold. Yeah, yeah, all that. I mean, I was, I was a big fan of the Dragons. I yeah. would go see the Dragons all over the place. Uh, and rest in peace, uh, Steve hey. Rodriguez. I miss that guy dearly. He was an amazing uh, human being and bass player. Uh, but they they were my band for sure. But yeah, um, just that era, that time period, you know. But also in the '90s, as much as I say that, I was also going to a lot of undergrounds. I was, I was. Hardcore raving, pretty much. From Were you really ninety one to ninety six? So I worked a normal job, but then Friday and Saturday I would typically see the sun come up, going to full moon parties, break in yeah. warehouse, drugs like, like a motherfucker. So raves <laughs> within reason. Let's say yeah. that you know? yeah, yeah. everything in moderation, my friend. Right. How often did you see a band with all the right stuff go nowhere? And how many bands did you think sucked that made it big? Ooh. Blink-182 come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> they were already going on. Ah, oh, gosh. You know, I, I will never talk shit about a band. I mean, there's... This is your opportunity to do exactly to that. To do that? <laughs> yeah. This, if there was ever a moment to do that, this is it. Man. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not that kind of person, I guess, that I really would like. Bravo. I'll be honest, like, you know, reggae is just... I like reggae, mm-hmm. but... I like my reggae black. I'm not really into. Uh, yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I mean, come on, we're in San Diego, yes, sir. Southern California. You know, it's a, there's a huge popularity of that that sound and that genre. I've been fascinated by 
a change in Ocean Beach. You know, you used to think of Ocean Beach being the home of Slightly Stupid and Sublime, and, and yeah. that's what would come out of that region. But now the diversity in, in Ocean Beach is, is a lot better. You know, Band of Gringos, they're a great, like, rock, classic, vibe-inspired band. There's some really cool, vibey, ethereal bands. I mean, it's just different, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, not everybody. You know, Sublime, as much as they're they're great, I mean, I'm not talking shit, but they did spawn something that I hate, kind of. Like, it's just... It's just too big. Let's let's change it up a little bit. You know? Are we in the process of changing it up right it's now? It's been changed up. Yeah, it's been what going on. What are the kids on. listening to right now, Tim? What the fuck is going on there? I'm 43. Well, I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, I think uh, these like uh, these kids that started that whole beach goth movement. I mean, it's part of something that's gone. The Burger Records, but there was this vibe across the the, the Southern California beach region. Let's say you know the, the where reggae held like firm foothold. Now you're getting these like party surf punk rock bands. So there was this whole new kind of phenomenon that was going on. And so now I just think it's diverse. You know, there's still going to be reggae bands. That's cool. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. If there's one genre, for sure, reggae is all over the fucking place, man. Right. Reggae's always been all over the fucking yeah. place. I mean, I... I, I mean, we li- look at this. This is... this is We live in paradise. Yeah. I mean, we're not yeah. an island, but it's paradise. It I feels mean, like it sometimes. I just want more edge. You know, that doesn't provide edge and energy and angst. Reggae is just too vibey and laid back. and A lot of weed. You know, yeah, and right. I love weed. Go ahead. You got any? I do. I have a lot. <laughs> I have a, a pre-roll by the name of Emo Brown. The pre-roll available at emobrown.com. Or, not really, actually. No. It's available at Grasshopper. <laughs> Twelve of them. Twelve dollars gets you three of these. This one is, oh, this is it's got a little bit. There you go, brother. You know, oh, knock, you knock yourself out, man. Beautiful. I know there's a lighter somewhere in here. Yeah, this is fascinating. I never thought, I never thought, uh, it was pretty fun. I had a sponsor for a little bit from Ember Valley, uh, and I had to bring all this. I had to, I'm sorry, I had to, mother, (laughs) but I had to show my mom that, look, mom, I got a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, you know. Yeah, my mom's not happy with all the weed that I have around. You know, she's like, Miko, when did this happen? I said, mom, it's always been around. I hate to tell you. And then for me, it's like, I didn't keep things for my parents. I just grew up, did my thing, and wasn't very like, open and sharing with them i share everything with them now which fucking scares me because we're talking about what like our kids now i have a 10 and 8 and a 5 year old and they're talking in a whole fucking language i don't even I understand bro I so it's like fuck when they start discovering these things like what am i gonna do i think I, I in my in the back of my mind i feel like i'm going to be that dad or we're going to be those parents that would rather present that option and opportunity at home in the comfort and safety of our home you know regulated and say hey i don't want your first time drinking smoking anything Right. Without you knowing what your, you know, your, what your yeah. capacity is. Sure. I'd rather you do that shit here. I'm of the mentality, like, here's a whole pack of cigarettes, smoke them all. Tell me if you want to smoke any more <laughs> after that, you know? So I might be able to hear, here's a fucking bottle of Bucanas and some joints. Enjoy. You ain't going nowhere. You're going to stay here. And then we're going to see what fucking happens. <laughs> it might be fucking craziness, but shit, man. I mean, the fentanyl thing just freaks That's what me out, me. dude. Yeah. Right? Dude, people... You die. I've never been a coke head. I've never done a lot of coke in my life. And all you're honesty. a spaz enough. Yeah, dude. If, I, if you throw that shit at me, fuck. I, once upon a time, <laughs> since we're saying secrets and shit. Once upon a time, my cousin Fernando Juarez from National City, who now lives in fucking Seattle, Washington, drugged me. He's. We were all hanging out, partying. We're about to go to Tijuas. Our favorite spot was uh, Tangalu. Mm. So we'd go to Tangalu, hang out, have a good time. And we're all, we're all partying, having a good time. He snuck something in. Uh-huh. It turned out it was very bad. Um. I didn't sleep for fucking 72 hours, <laughs> you know? So that shit scares the fuck out of me, you know? I'm already yeah. on a sick one, like, regular. Yeah, so if, yeah. you, if you caffeinate me or you do, um. you put, I'm bananas. My kids are of an era where they can't take those risks, you yeah. know? I know people who currently do these things but carry around test kits. 
And it's like, for me, that wow. takes, yeah, it's like, oh, well, that's, that's shitty. That's I don't not want, like weed. Yeah. You know, it's safe. Like, I don't want to fucking have to test things in order to do things. That's, yeah. that's kind of like, that's going too far. That's real drugs. You know, you just <laughs> turn to your buddy and go, you do some first. Yeah. Handle it, bro. <laughs> go ahead. You smoke Let's it give first. Give it 30 minutes and see how you are. <laughs> All right. That's good. Do you have old guy syndrome where you think music was better back when, or do you Fuck genuinely no. like new artists? Oh, I love new music. Go ahead. That's your at home, bro. at home, at work. Uh, when I'm working at home, I listen religiously to BB6, uh, one of the British uh, stations, and they just play. I just love UK bands, so they play stuff I love. It's it's great. Um, but I'm always trying to find new bands locally. Two of my favorite new bands, these girls, underage girls called Mouthguard. Yeah, a little bit of a Rage Against the Machine vibe. Really, they're all really cool. I saw them online. Individual yeah, girls. I was like, what the fuck? These they're girls are really rip. good. Yeah, huh? they um, rip. I'm again talking about British influenced bands. There's this new band. They're also from down here in South Bay. They were called Jinx. They just changed their name to Pleasure Pill. Oof. They're a lot like the band that Eric Costas used to manage called Lualta. Kind of an oasis vibe. They're 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 <laughs> they're basically Mexican kids kind of encapsulating this like Gallagher brother swagger from Oasis with that uh-huh. whole just kind of being, you know. We're chameleons, bro. Being Mexicans, dick, you know? paisas, as, as, yeah. as a culture, we're fucking very chameleon-like. We sure. can we can, we can, can blend into any scene. We can kind of, like, go in there and, and just make it our own. As evident with fucking... How come the taco stands don't translate into the rest of the country like we have here in San Diego? Why do we have... Like there aren't even taco stands. Because like fucking that brick and mortar else. places get all all upset, dude. You know, like, hey, what the hell? We had to go through all these uh, efforts to procure a spot, to procure a license, and then you had because okay, at the brewery, you're touching on some shit right now, bro. Right, right. Always you're in talking this, about the, the food yeah, trucks yeah, yeah, yeah. For, okay. In the brewery, we once upon a time like we didn't give a fuck. It was a wild west on Third Avenue. You want you you sold churros? Come on, bring your churro ten by ten and sell them. You sold fucking elotes. Bring your cart, sell elotes. You did this, you did that. By all means, bring it on. But then the brick and mortar people got it very sure. upset. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, understandably so. I it, disagree. It, but go that ahead. they got upset? No. That, no, I that, assure like, you they, they got should, upset. That they should get upset. <laughs> no, well, they got upset. And they reached out and they said, it's not fair that we have to maintain this much for our brick and mortar. And then you have this mom and pop or these brothers or these right. kids selling the things. I loved it. I'm all about it. Like, yeah. post up, do your thing. Yeah. But yeah, I assure you, chef, they fucking got upset. So you think they shouldn't be upset? No, and I mean this literally just happened in the gas lamp. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but yeah, I mean stabbed. the, the <laughs> hot dog vendors. The hot yeah. dog vendors. There, they've now even put up signs saying that these you no know there can, there can there can be no vendors. And, uh, you know, the Gas Lamp Association pretty much said that they felt that it was taking away business from them. I'm like. I, I want to know at what fucking point a hot dog <laughs> right. is going to, you know, take money away from, I don't know, uh, Chingon or any of those places. Like, and I, I feel you. you know, like I, it just does not make sense to me. Like, but I don't want to hear that they're coming from LA to do it. I want to find out yeah. that it's like, Cause Come you fucking, TJ or cause you fucking hate LA, right, Tim? Fuck the Dodgers. No, that's my guy, bro. <laughs> shit. Yeah. But it, it's true. I, I completely, I, I don't get it. I, I, I see the brick and mortar shit. I see it, but it's like, Guys, these are an amplifier to what's going on on the yeah, yeah. business and the rebranding of what Third There's Avenue is. There's a vibe is. on Third. You I, need I applaud that. you guys for that. How often are you down there? Not very often. Mm. I was there recently at the uh, Balboa. For, mm. uh, Good uh, burgers. Uh, the podcast company had a launch party down there. Um, recently, I was down, and I actually went to the bars. I'd never been to the 
bars. Dude, there's some killer and dive what bars. What are the two dive people. bars like right on the Silver block? Dollar? Yeah, so Silver Dollar, Silver dollar and, and the fucking Docks. The Docks. Yes. So I went to both of those. That was my first fucking drink. Really? My first legal drink, because I already had the house where I live right now, is I walked over with my roommates to Docks. We got on a fucking sick one. Came back, fought in my house, and made a hole in the wall. Thank you, Doc. I need to go to the Manhattan. Thank you, Doc. Yes. I've never been there, and I've always driven You've past never that. Been for, to the even before your friends owned it. Like, you know, just like it looks like a, a cool little bar. I, I love dive bars. I challenge you, know? you to go to the fucking Elwood then, and then Tim. Yeah, I was just Christ, looking that up. Bro. You were talking about the Elwood. That the Elwood is another little uh, feather in our cabin. We, we, Basically created that spot as a dive dive bar. Yeah, yeah. We want it for locals fucking only, yeah. bro. We almost called it loud. I mean, I love coming to Cafe La Maze down here. That's our only that's, spot. That's, that's like, our only fucking you know, old school steak, steak spot. spot. That's it. You know, I love doing that. I'm going down to the outlet center, I think, after no, you're this. Not, man. You're not about that live. <laughs> Dude, Disneyland, they've got the store down there. There's no more Disney stores anymore. There isn't. And there is an outlet slash Disney store down there. So I got there, a lot so. of shit, Casas. I got a lot of shit. Because we don't take our kids to Disneyland. You know, I, I just you don't. You went viral. Yeah, yeah, we went viral. Get it, girl. Like, I don't see a need to take my children to Disneyland because they just get in the fucking way. They, take, they, they, they kill the experience of going sure, to Disneyland, sure. bro. You don't take your wife. God bless your fucking soul, bro. Do you know? You go to Disneyland by yourself? Get high as fuck. Good. Way up there. Yes, yes. Um, but do you know that it is ridiculous? I, I guess I do enjoy being solitary like yeah. i i can have the best time like and then when i go with people i get anxious i get antsy <laughs> like but just the freedom of just going Doing with the flow at disneyland like okay i did it 10 months before covid it was all about the the, the galaxy's edge going to Batu. Yes. that was the reason yes. i never needed to pass before that but i'm like i can't just go do this once then covid hits right so then i'm i've got i need the drugs in my vein so i bought a pass again I can't really fathom doing it right, buying another pass because they are expensive. Prices and went then, down. They gave this uh, Southern California deal yeah. again, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's $87 for. Well, uh, I, I want the, I liked having the, the, the annual pass with the parking. Like, yeah. it was mm-hmm. legit, man. I yeah. went, I literally went once a week. Yeah. Wow. And most of those times were by myself. <laughs> Does your wifey know when you she don't go care. in? No? Oh, she, she could care less. Yeah, she my kids don't care. She doesn't it. want to deal with the crowds yeah. or. Yeah, my the kids whole don't thing. care. Oh, Wait, you've been to really? Club 33? Yes. Raise oh, your hand if you've been wow. to Club 33, though. So my, God my, damn it. my buddy here is an old scooter friend of mine through marriage and various things. He is a member of the club. Right. And so I've actually never sat and had the, the six course meal dining experience yeah. but they have a lounge mm-hmm. yeah and that's like the cool place to hang out and yeah. i have a bunch of their tiki mugs and just have that experience so for sure. cool so to, that motivates me to want to get the pass again more than anything that that is one of the most exclusive things yes. almost in the world well yes. let me drop you this exclusive do. dick on you because mm-hmm. i've been there no less than three times Casas. yes what's oh. up <laughs> club 33 i've been there i've done that i've had the six course meal See, i've, I've been, done that i've, I've enjoyed that. the two the two fingers of glenn livet neat as a fucking gentleman <laughs> would have you know i've been there high as fuck i've done those things and it's awesome is that place even open do yes. they still offer they offer club 33 still yes yeah, yeah. oh wow yeah, man, that place is is weird. I only went because of one of the former employers we had. They had like a nice little donation sponsorship of that place, so we would be having yeah. access quarterly. Oh you wow! Know? And they would take us to celebrate, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, woo woo shit!" Yeah, you let's can, see. You can get drunk in there. Your favorite band? <laughs> Which my, one? My friend. Oh, look at my tenacious D, yeah, bro. That's recent. That's a good one, dude. Kyle Gas looks old as fuck. <laughs> Holy shit, bro! Oh, that and you know what? Of the one of any entertainer, of any musician, of anybody, of persona, of personality. 
Jack Black. Oh, For me, the, the, it, it, it starts and it ends with Jack Black, man. What, he's talented as fuck when he's an yeah. actor. He's talented as fuck when he's singing. He's talented as fuck on the guitar. He's just a talented yeah. individual. He Hilarious. is an artist, artist, bro. Oh, my God. Have you ever drank bong water? That's from BJ Jasbera. Ew. Accidentally. Go I ahead. Guess. <laughs> Not on purpose. But <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. That's crazy. Uh, what would you say is your fave local band? Oh. I know, and I'm, and I'm putting pressure. I, no, I there's realize. no pressure. I'll just say three piece scandal. Three piece scandal. I'm gonna go with Rocket from the Crypt. I have uh, yes. a Rocket from the Crypt tattoo. Do you wow. really? No. I also have my own face tattooed. Why would you? Such a tribal. Such shoulder. a beautiful face. And I have a tribal tattoo. A T star. Did you hear the, uh, that, Bobby? Uncle Bobby, time. right now in Japan, yeah. having fucking whatever he's doing in Japan, hanging out with the yakuza. You know when those? I met those guys <laughs> when they were down at the uh, Soma over by USD and became really close friends to Bobby and Carl. And, you know, I, have, I don't go down and visit the, the warehouse quite as much. But I, I go through my stuff at home. I have a lot of tribal gear. <laughs> Why wouldn't you, man? Yeah. They fucking get down. Yeah. It's a local brand. You are a local dude. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so Chicano. Go ahead. I see you. I see you. Like, hey, I have cousins who you, you're darker than most of my cousins. <laughs> Soma. But they're, they're a great company. Yeah. Proud Indeed. Yep. Big ups of Theo Bobby. Uh, Theo Bobby, House of Chingasso just sponsored us. What's cracking, fool? I mean, I would love to turn this into some tribal sponsorship. Just say, um, Soma. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't know. South of Market is what Soma represents, yeah. meaning there's three locations in San Diego. Well, there was. I mean, it started downtown and it was South of Market. Of those three locations that have been in existence, rank them for me. Number one is downtown. I mean, yeah, that first one that was, was super hated. cool. That was the, the basement, and they had a little Stone balcony. Temple pilots yeah, playing yeah. down there, fool. And, and being downtown when like shit was sketchy down there, it wasn't the gaslamp quarter like it is now. Exactly. Um, yeah, I guess the current one, and then the one over by USD would be the the, the least favorite. The least favorite, the one by USD. Oh, that's that's where I cut my teeth. That was yeah, the Moreno Boulevard. Yeah. That was a side stage soma. That was like getting invited to play main stage is like oh, it's probably shit. because the this current one is the one that's been open since I've been in my like radio days. So maybe I've had most of my VIP experience. There's there. a lot of money in, in that actual venue, right? There's there's backing, there's Life Nation involved with who's involved with the backing of this Len, Soma? You know, I just saw Len and, and Len is very loved and hated in San Diego. Len for, and for Jeremy, bro. Various reasons. But what I heard it was great to go to the show that I went to recently to see this band and all the old employees were there, and I saw Len, and he explained to me how, because they have a Live Nation affiliation now. So Live Nation has first rider refusal on any show, but he made sure to be, like, in control and keep his, because he knew they'd fire his employees. Oh, quick. that's the so first thing they're going to do. figured out a way to do it and keep control of the, the venue and keep his people. So that was really nice to see all his people there. That's because awesome. for years, it was great. I, I'd just walk in the side door, you know. Mm. Now I don't know if I, I got to be careful. Fuck, I got to check ahead. I was too young for the downtown one. I think right. I made I made it once there. You yeah. know, uh, for me the heyday was fucking sure. out at Morena Boulevard. I love that. I love that hallway with all the graffiti yeah. and just that. That was a unique little look. So spot. When, we, when we were setting up the brewery, Three Punk Ales, uh, located on Third Avenue, two fifty nine, available for you every day of the fucking week. Um, when we were setting the interior, the 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 ambiance, the fucking yeah, yeah. the direction of it. All I could think of was like, I need a fucking fence backdrop so I can hang merch and everything on. Cause that's what was on the back of Soma. Like in the back of Soma, where everybody hung out, like the green room, if you will, where everybody was selling merch and doing, there was just like a big fence and yeah. everybody would sell their things there. And I was like, I need to incorporate that mm. into what we're doing at the brewery. You know, cause even though we didn't make it as a fucking band, that was my fucking, that was my 17, 16 to 25, man. 
that was a, a large era of my life. And, and, and just playing side stage shows, getting blessed every now and with a main stage show. Oh, yeah. you're opening for these guys. And we're like, oh, shit. You know, like, it was just fucking awesome. And you know what's crazy? They yeah. got alcohol. They got beer there now. Do they really? That beer itself. Fuck, we would have to sneak in our own shit, bro. Right, we were right. getting drunk in the alleyway yeah, with GBH. I remember yeah. we opened for GBH <laughs> one fucking time, bro. And it was, imagine a 17-year-old fucking new school little punker. We were like, what the fuck are we doing over? We we loved it. We yeah, fucking yeah. loved it, but it was like, it was bananas, man. Before we jump into headlines, mm. what advice do you have for new youngsters, 16 to 18, up-and-coming bands, what direction can you provide for them? What is the blueprint you can lay down for them? I mean, everybody's doing shit in their bedrooms now, right? Like, you got to create a scene. You got to hang out. Like, I, I I, don't see how people get to know the community and get to know the scene if they don't participate in it, too. I mean, you can play a show, but maybe go see some other shows, you know? Yeah. Come to one of my shows. Come tonight to the Casbah. Bring me your music, you know? I mean, I'm a great catalyst in bringing people together. I may not got may not get credit for God. This is really tasty. Get right. it, brother. Get feeling, it. Feeling sloppy now. It is. Is it noon yet? Nope. Nope. Oh shit! It's, 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 it's one. It's one. Fuck! It's almost one. Uh, Normally yeah, it's not. <laughs> I love. Uh, I love bringing the people together. I think a lot of people don't get a chance to be connected together. I want to be that catalyst and be the one that that brings the a band connector. together. Let the you know, yeah, find the, the artist for the, the conduit. Band, whatever, like yeah, the conduit. Exactly. You are like, the conduit, man. You've been doing it for and fucking elevate decades. People, like you said, how you explain it. You know, it's like given that opportunity to be on the radio mm-hmm. or just hear your song played, and it excites you, right? Is, is it, that it, still an exciting thing for a young band to get your music played on the radio? We'll see. Is it? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I fought hard to make sure with these young bands, they still realize that, no, this is like a thing. Like, I'm going to play your song on the radio. It's like, people are going to hear it. It's not just going to, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. And I was educating kids all the time because Spotify, everybody does streaming, you know? Um, yeah. That's just the way it is, you know? I'm, I'm of the era of LimeWire where my computer got AIDS <laughs> from fucking downloading all these illegal tracks. It was a crazy time when I'm there. Sure. Fuck, man. But with my shows I'm producing for Laguna Beach, I put them up on demand on a site called Spreaker. And Spreaker, it's kind, yeah. It's kind of like a podcast. podcast I mean, you, you can just listen to the hour-long produced music show and... I will be your host. What is the future of radio, man? I know you're you're more doing your own thing now, but what is the current future of fucking radio? I think a prime example of why this station in Laguna Beach exists is why radio will continue to exist. It provides a service that you're going to lose when the world ends. Go ahead. Uh, you need you, deep. radio, <laughs> ra- radio. but st- seriously, the reason that that station exists in Laguna Beach is to save those people from wildfires. Mm. But when are there wildfires? They're not all the time, right? Nope. So you got to have programming. But what happens is if there is wildfires, that's the first place people are supposed to go, and it'll save their lives. Yeah. Radio saves lives. So radio lives. will save lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Before, I, I had another fucking question, man. Mm. You know the, the the equation, what it takes to be a big band. Is there a band that you saw in these, like, decades of your, uh, of your work with radio stations that you're like, fuck, this is a can't-miss band? And obviously they missed. It's just so different now because how do you get big anymore? Um, I mean, recently... Algorithms. I, I'm, I'm still curious. <laughs> there was a, a local band with a British front man I really liked. They're called the Frets. I, um, I I'm not sure exactly what happened to them, but I felt like they were one of the, the bands that could do that thing, get over the hump. Mm. Um, Modern History is another one, and I'm not sure what's going on with them. They're a bunch of Ocean Beach kind of characters that's not doing reggae. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's Few up with them. Few and far between. Um, Aviator Stash is one. 
They're one that I would think is on the cusp of maybe trying to do something. You know, get on the road. Get on, get on the road would be a big thing. Dude, you dropped the name of a band that I hadn't heard in over 20-some-odd years. Fucking Buck Fast Super B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That band, I remember we lost to those guys in a couple of, uh, what are the Battle of the Bands shit, bro. Sure. And those guys ripped. Those yeah, guys yeah. Were, Those guys were like pros and polished. What came of them? TJ has a, a, a facility, a practice facility out in uh, over by the stadium. Okay. Mm. Uh, Phaser Control, Studio 350. So they have spaces you can rent out to, to jam. They also have a studio in there. And then he has a brand new band. It's called Miniaturized. And he's pretty excited about that. Uh, he's got uh, Mitch Easter as a producer on the album who, um, I forget his band right now. But anyway, yeah, he's still out there. Actually, he may be the guy f- filling in over at some show I used to host. Oh really? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. I'm unfo- I'm I'm not following certain things on social media, so I'm not bothered. So it wasn't not an amicable split for me and anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Fuck, that sucks, no. man. Because you were the dude, bro. You were the thank fuck, you. You were the fucking dude, man. You're the dude. We're the dudes. Let's, thank you. Let's, let's work this. magic in this uh, 2023. Whatever you need, bro. We're here. Oh, Tony look, at, that's Hawk. the fucking dude right there, bro. That why is this the other night? Why is this dude going on tour with bands that are performing Tony Hawk Pro Skater fucking songs on in live? I mean, I'm all about it. So I guess they've done <laughs> this only a few times as a thing, and yeah. they did it at the the uh, the first um, Wonderfront Festival, uh, and then they did it again for this. And it was weird. I guess there was a big skateboarding competition in Vista this weekend, and I'm assuming maybe it kind of tied into that, but. Um, Bam Margera was supposedly supposed to show up. I don't, was I don't he there? Think, I didn't see him. Oh man! <laughs> I don't even know how long Tony was there, but he did. He did sing that song. My favorite jackass, bro, Bam Margera. Yeah. Fuck, I learned a lot from him. Chef, let's get into some fucking headlines. Let's get into the headlines. This is the portion of the show where we kind of go over what's going on during the week. And yeah, yeah, chime yeah, in, yeah. do your sure, thing. Sure, sure. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but gaslighting is Merriam-Webster's 2022 word of the year. Do you guys know what gaslighting means? I do not know. Is that stealing <laughs> gas from my neighbor? No. no? Fuck, then I'm out. You might think that the word gaslighting is a recent addition to the Gen Z vocabulary, like slay, queen, and serve, but its origins are far go far back... Further than you may think, yet it hasn't stopped the term from becoming Merriam-Webster's Word of the Year for 2022. Per Paper Magazine, the term date, dates back to the 20th century. It's said to be have to have been coined in a 1938 play and a 1944 Oscar-nominated film called Gaslight. Gaslight. Which portrays yeah. a husband's plot to convince his wife that she's losing her mind by telling her that, that uh, gaslights... What? By telling her that the gaslights in her home, which dim when he's in the attic... Uh, doing dastardly deeds and not fading at all. That's bananas. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you weren't even paying attention. Gaslighting. How does, how does that uh, cancel culture and gaslighting play a role in what you do, if anyway? Are you afraid of cancel culture and, and, and any of these things that are currently like on the tip of the tongue of people? No. No? Nah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to do anything controversial on the broadcast radio stuff I have. And this stuff is weird, right? Like you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. yeah, you can. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's consequences. We kind of we we make sure we don't. We push we push the limits. We, we, we sometimes. do we do push it, but we we make sure. Well, here's a story. Okay. <laughs> I have a new segment that we're just gonna fucking call. What happened in Florida this week? And, then, and, and that's just and that's just gonna be that'll just be my fucking uh, my cool. my headlines for the week. God damn fool, Jesus Christ! You need a straw for that. So this Florida week, man. This week in Florida, elderly Florida man. 
Cops to masturbating on flight with a 20-year-old woman. Jesus Christ. Wait, what? You'll hear it here. An elderly Florida man uh, has pleaded guilty to masturbating next to a 21-year-old woman and touching her thigh during an airplane flight in April. No. Donald Robinson, at the ripe age of 76, (gasps) copped to one count of lewd and uh, indecent and obscene acts in a Massachusetts federal court and will be sentenced in March. The victim recorded a 24-second video. Stop. Recorded, bro. On, on, it's documented forever. (laughs) 24 second, 24 second for a 76 year old. Props to my compa, dog. <laughs> if you can get that shit out and fucking 20, well done. Uh, Robinson fondling himself through his pants shortly after takeoff. He had liftoff. That was just me. Uh, That's that was all you. <laughs> the woman then glanced over and after capturing the footage, observed that he had exposed himself shortly after the flight down in Boston. Robinson placed his hand on the woman's thigh. The startled victim asked him what he was doing. Robinson went silent and stared out of a window. Oh, damn. He went straight opossum. What are you doing? He played dead for a little bit. <laughs> the woman then typed out a message on her phone and held it up for a passenger to see. Oh, wow. Hi, this man assaulted me and touched my leg and is currently masturbating is what she wrote. Passengers got off, as did Robinson. The victim. That was also They me. got off. <laughs> the victim was unable to point out Robinson to a flight attendant because he became too crowded. Holy shit. This is what's going on. That's disgusting. This is what's going on. This was your. You're pinche laser Latino, bro. <laughs> Fuck. I like. Hey, is it laser with a Z or am I tripping? Make it with a Z. Okay. <laughs> That's what's happening in Florida. I have a fucking lit- is it litany a word that I can mm-hmm. use? I have a litany of uh, of headlines that wifey sends me. Okay. That's how we communicate when it re- when it revolves around like, you know, pop culture and sure. new shit. She sends me all these things. So I have I have Florida news and headlines for weeks. Just know that. That's what I got coming up. Okay. Anything else before we close this battle? Well, I have out? a bunch of stuff. Let's but yeah, go. local air regulators are saying that it's impossible to meet smog deadlines without federal help. Uh, by the way, this is not just Los Angeles. Southern California air regula- regulators have approved a sweeping plan to reduce pollution in the nation's smoggiest region with the next within the next two decades, but say that they cannot meet national air quality standards. The fuck? I don't know if you've heard this, but they're saying that a lot of people are leaving Los Angeles because of how bad the smog has gotten. And guess where they're moving? Mm, San Diego. San Diego. They love our burritos and they love our tacos. That's weird. I heard they're leaving because they couldn't retain Trey Turner. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Early voting records have broken. Uh, Caesar had brought this up with uh, Raphael Warnock and um, that uh, election, uh, that runoff election is happening tomorrow. Um, So I just wanted to bring up the fact that um, uh, early voting has started and they are a record 1.85 million Georgians have already casted their votes. Oh shit. So people are actually going out and voting before, like That's before weird. Tuesday. So wow. I'm really excited to see what ends up happening. Obviously no Mexicans live in Georgia. <laughs> yes, they Cause, do. Cause we don't vote until day of like maybe a little bit after the cutoff time. Um, one final reminder too, for Aisha, our final community engagement project for 2022 is underway. Ooh, wait, 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 Aisha. I'm sorry, Aisha. Yeah, she'll fucking, she'll do the thing. You're right. Uh, The Emo Brown Foundation has adopted a family in need and we need your help to make Christmas magic happen for them. Uh, uh, The family consists of a mother uh, of four within various ages and desired wish lists. Please check the link or the QR code that's going to be put up right now. Uh, We ask that any gifts be purchased by December 9th, which is, of course, this Friday. Thank you again for always doing good in the hood. I can attest to that. I have uh, walked into the brewery this week in the last few days, actually, and over the weekend that we have gifts that people have already purchased off of the wish list and had them delivered to the brewery. Oh, that's awesome. Continue to do that. We'll take care of them and we'll make sure to provide them and hand them over to the 
beautiful family that will be receiving these goods. Yeah. And lastly, of course, don't forget the Emo Brown Formal is this Saturday. Make sure to come dressed to impress. That Tell means me what formal. that means. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? That means mean? dress up. Like, I'll give you an example. Pablo Cacahuates mm. bought a velvet smoking jacket mm. to wear. Pablo Cacahuates has a pompadour the size of fucking little Rob. Yeah, it's dressed like, to impress. I'm saying it's dressed to impress. Christ. So yes, dressed up women uh, definitely consider um, long dresses. Um, you can obviously wear a short dress if you want. You can wear pants, whatever, but you get oh, the shit. point. Uh, <laughs> um, and though it's emo formal, so you can come with chucks, your botas, your guaraches, your crocs, whatever you want to wear. Have a nice little suit. You know? Yeah. And I'm going to wear boots with it. Yeah. I'm going to wear a long dress. Ooh, with fancy. Chucks. What are you going to wear, Tim Piles? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I guess I'm going to wear my Crocs. <laughs> I heard Crocs mentioned. <laughs> Tim Piles, any final words of wisdom? Anything you have? First off, fuck, before you get into that, thank you for coming on, man. That oh, means a lot you. to me. This is full circle for me. You're going to inspire me to fucking start a band again, dog. What Let's hang out. I'm Let's hang out. You. Yeah. Uh, thanks for elevating the South Bay, your community, your culture. I mean... I'm as gringo as you can be, but I'm, BJ would argue that I he's love, more. I just love this whole area of Southern California, the region, what we have here. Um, I'm very inspired by, you know, Latin culture and, and it's just a big part of my life, which is weird. Um, uh, growing up in La Jolla and just everything about it. I'm, I'm my friends in tribal, this just community. I mean, taco shops. I mean, the list is, is endless and I love being a part of it and how I've been welcomed into the community by, by many people, it's it's phenomenal to me. Uh, shout out to to Carlos Paez and mm. and and the B side player crew the and, and the, you know tribal guys, Bobby, Carl, everybody that's been part of that family. And this this is super cool. Like three punk ales, what you're doing down there? Like this is so cool. Third Avenue is going to be. It's still moving, right? It is it's still man. like it's still there's still young. rad it's, it's shit super happening, infant. Yeah. but it's there. It's like the building blocks are now there, and you you're a big part of it. It's, it's music, so cool. bro. It's it at, at the center of it. But, Honestly, it's fucking music. But beer is what's really elevated, giving people opportunities, dream, desire. Mm. Like maybe maybe your band didn't you know become you know you two or whatever. It Why is, do you got to bring that up, Don? <laughs> what the fuck? Let me tell you a little sidebar on that, and I'll tell you when I knew that our band wasn't going to be shit. We were once upon a time doing a battle of the bands, and it was at Coors Amphitheater, and it was us, Three Piece Scandal, against a band called Switchfoot. And, oh, yeah. and, it, was, <laughs> and it was Green Day. Green Day was opening. Back. Yeah, Green Day Shout was opening. Day, and then fucking uh, Living End was playing. So it was oh, Green yeah. Day, yeah. So it was Green Day, Living End, and then I don't know if there was another band, but then there was two side stage bands. That wasn't on, a battle of the bands. That was like X Fest. Was it? It was, it was like a battle X-Fest. of the bands. For us, it was a battle of the bands, bro. Because <laughs> people were voting and doing shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And then like we went up, we ripped, we did our thing. What happened? To get on the side. Oh, maybe to get on the side stage. Perhaps, bro. And yeah, so a, a bunch of things happened that led me to the fact that like we ain't shit. One, we lost horribly to Switchfoot. Obviously, they deserve everything right. that, that came to them. They they became rock stars. I sell beer for a living. A living. I move packages. Don't I, sell I, yourself I move, short. I move boxes. Chain. What's up? It's Jackson. Forty percent. I don't know if it's forty percent off. Um, but yeah, and, and I remember at that moment I was like, "Fuck, I'm 25. What am I gonna do?" It's like this is it. I got to I got to jump. I'm either gonna shit or get off the pot. I got off the pot. I moved on. I started a family. But yeah, sometimes I think like, "Fuck, man, we should have gone in." So now moving forward because of you, I'm gonna instill in my children. Don't give up. You got to keep out there and fucking, if you want it, you got to do it. I'm going to create the next Los Dinos. There we the go. next there fucking Selena Los Dinos, bro. Well, it's going to be Gus's daughter singing and then my boy's playing the fucking band. I think you brought up a really excellent point yesterday and this kind of ties into what you're saying. You say that you feel that you were um, welcomed into this community and I think 
the word is gatekeeper, right? You were the gatekeeper and you use that for good. You encouraged, promoted, um, lifted up all of these Latino bands from Tijuana. You continue to do that. And I think that when you are kind of that, you know, amplifying voice for, for Latino voices and for Latino talent. I think that that's why you mm. have built that community across Fucking the years. Piles. Look at uh, you. Thank you. Damn it, Pedro. So, blushing. Mm. <laughs> the I appreciate that. But that's mm. why, you know. I like, love San Diego. Like, we're not the music capital of the world. This is, But this is an amazing, like, the, the border community. People just don't realize what we have here. Like, Good. Don't let them realize. We're, we're okay the way we are right now. We really are. Ladies and gentlemen, the living legend, El Jefe de Jefes, Mr. <laughs> Tim Pyle. <laughs> And wasting my dinero Talking about how many ways a woman loves an hombre 